Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 303, recorded on October 29th, 2020. On tonight's episode, we talk about the last Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase for 2020. Apex Legends is delayed until 2021, and we watch Justin cry again. And more Super Mario Brothers 35th Anniversary Missions. And of course, we answer your questions. Jesse, you know what to do. Hey everybody and welcome to Nintendo Dads. It's Marty here. You're listening to episode 303. It is October the 29th, 2020. And joining me tonight on the show is the usual cast of ghouls and goblins that we call the Nintendo Dads. Uh, See what I did there? It's almost Halloween. Spooky, scary skeletons. Uh, Joining me all the way from the Great White North, Justin Masson. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's been a it has been a real ups and downs for me for the last I was week. Say, this this has been, been a, a tough ju- week. It's, it's been a journey. I'm going to tell you. Started out as a tough week. It did. Uh, and then Nintendo swooped in to save the day. Yeah. Uh, one of our clips from last week. Uh, it was funny. I was like, that did not age well. No. Uh, about the time that I was like, oh yeah, we're playing <laughs> Apex during uh, Extra Life, and it was like 24 hours later. Here's the funny part about that. I know we're going to end this later. I had literally uh, reached out to an uh, kind of a insider that we know in uh, in that space, and I was like, "Hey, have you heard anything about Apex?" And I kid you not, less than thirty seconds later, I got tagged in that tweet from everybody that was like, "Apex is going down." And I was like, "And I just I just wrote back in the DM, never mind." <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> Poor Justin. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about this, that later. This, look, this is a, what is it? Justin was wrong. Justin was wrong. Justin was wrong. I don't think I was wrong. I think I was misled. We'll talk about it later. I'm just, it still uh, hurts. It's still Jesse, fresh. Jesse, stamp that for later. Uh, I'll, I'll try to remember. I want to add that to the soundboard. Uh, speaking of adding things to the soundboard, Tim Off, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It's been a busy week, but I've been able to squeeze in some gameplay now and then, and uh and then go back to being busy. So I'm excited. Ain't How you been? Truth. Uh, I've been good. Uh, I will be real honest with you. The Nintendo Partner Direct was probably one of the highlights of my week this week. Uh, and also playing what came out of that. We're going to talk about that here in just a few minutes because Nintendo didn't just drop a dump truck full of info. They dropped a dump truck full of games as well. Uh, and we've been playing a lot of those uh Speaking of dump trucks, I don't know. That was just a terrible. <laughs> Do they have dump trucks? From one in week of good segues to this week, apparently. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, last week I kind of prepared my segues, and this week I rode my segue right off the cliff. Uh, Jesse Waldack, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, it, it was a weird week at work this week. We because this is this. St- this is the last week we can do releases. We go under system freeze to prepare for peak season. You know, credit card company. We kind of want our systems to work when people want to shop. So, no. Yeah. Within, between Thursday night last week and Wednesday this week, we had four emergency releases to fix things that were found at the last minute. Oh. So I think, but Oof. we think we're happy. We think we're good. We're not touching this thing until January. We're ready to go on vacation. There you go. Uh, well, guys, we've got a ton of reactions and things to talk about from the Partner Direct. So let's just dive right into the news, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. 
course, our news is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where you can go and join up in a great, great, it's really the best community. We've really built the most fantastic, the big, big, beautiful community over there that we've built. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, and uh, lots of people joining up on the new yearly plan that you can be a part of. You can go over and switch your membership over to a yearly payment where you, it's one and done, guys. You pay it now and you leave the money management to us and not you. Uh, and so you pay once, you get the benefits of being a Nintendo Dad's patron for the entire year, uh, including access to Discord and uh, rewards at your tier and all that good stuff. Plus, it saves you about a month. It saves you, it saves you a whole month. And so you can go and check that out over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. And hey, let me just remind you guys, over there every Thursday, we publish a show topic poll where you can go and vote to shape the show. Right? We pay close attention to that. So uh, speaking of the show poll, this week on that poll, the number one requested show topic was our reactions to the Nintendo Partner Direct. And we're going to get to those in just a minute after we talk about this week in Nintendo. And so uh, what we're going to do is, is we're going to try to different... hmm? What was that? That was the oh. new bumper. It was. Back in play, my day. play it one more time because I talked over it. Back in my day. There you go. Uh, we're going to try a little something different this week with this. We're just going to go through it by year. So this is stuff that happened this entire week, October 25th through the 31st, that we think is noteworthy and things that you need to know about. 1995, NHL 96, not 94, was released in Europe for the SNES. And following up two years later, Donkey Kong Land 3 was released in Europe for the Game Boy. I'm going to be honest with you here. I had forgotten that they had gotten that far into the Donkey Kong Land series mm. on Game Boy. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the fact that they were able to put those games there in the first place was wizardry, but crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, in 2000, this week, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask was released in North America for the N64. Still the only Zelda game I've never beaten. I have never played it. I have it on my 3DS. Never played it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I, got, I, have, I, boss. I haven't finished. I didn't complete it until I played it on the 3DS. Then I was able to, mm. to finish it. I, I really struggle with it because I don't like being timed in a Zelda mm. game. Sure. Where well, like, it's like we're encouraging exploration. And before you say it, yes, I know you can rewind time. I don't like doing that. Okay. Uh, not quite what I was going to say. Once once you get to a certain point, you, there's, there's a song that can slow down time. So yes, there's still a time limit, but you, you've got you have all the time you need still. And, and the thing is, I was working through it with a with a uh, with a guide, and I really feel like that the remake came out since I've been here on the show. Mm -hmm. I just I feel like we got a review code or something came out, and I started playing something else. Maybe that's what I'll play this weekend for my Halloween game. There you there's go. Not really, any spooky games that came out? Uh, I'm I'm going to challenge you on that one. We're going to talk about it for when what I've been playing that I think you should pick okay. up. I think okay. it's a good, it's a good uh, Halloween game. It came out February 2015. 
So almost okay. six years ago. Yeah. Uh, that was before I was on the show. Yeah. So 2002 NHL 2003 was released in Europe for the GameCube, as well as the greatest hockey game of all time, NHL Hits 2003, released for the Game Boy Advance. I'm not talking about specifically about that version. Just NHL Hits is awesome. Uh, 2003 F0 GX was released in Europe for the GameCube. And in 2005, Pack and Roll was released in Europe for the DS on this week. 2007 saw some very major releases with Metroid Prime 3 Corruption being released in Europe for the Wii, as well as Battalion Wars 2 and Manhunt 2 released in North America for the Wii. You guys, I, I didn't even remember those games. I remember Manhunt. It was like a car game specifically, wasn't it? Am I th- oh, it, was a, it was a murder simulator. Oh. Yes. Well, that was definitely not what I was thinking then. Yeah, I, mean, I apologize. Was, Sorry. Sorry about was, that one. It was pretty graphic. What was the car? There was a car graphic. racing game, wasn't there? There was like some like you're uh, you're pretending to be a spy in a car. Spy, spy hunter. hunter. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that sounds about right. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Oopsies. In 2008, Manhunt 2 was released in Europe for the Wii. And then following up on this, two huge releases, 2017, this week, Super Mario Odyssey came out for the Nintendo Switch. I've seen a lot of people jumping back into that one for the third anniversary of the game. But also last year, 2019, Luigi's Mansion 3 released worldwide for the Nintendo Switch this week as well. In fact, last year, it came out on like the 30th, right? Or yeah, it, came it was out right on before Halloween. Halloween. It was 31st. Yeah, yeah. It was Halloween. Yeah, yeah it was because it was a Friday. Yeah, uh, and I just want to remind people as it relates to to Super Mario Odyssey, just for those of you that are maybe new to the show and haven't been here, that it is the only game in Nintendo Dad's history that has been provided an 11 out of 10 score. Uh, and I swear <laughs> I will stand by that score until I leave the show. And even then, I will somehow make some kind of legal law and registry that that cannot be changed. While we're in this neighborhood, I just I want to throw this out here. Did you guys see the post? that was made on Reddit this week about the theory that in Mario Odyssey, Mario is dead. I heard about this. Transitioning back from the afterlife. I I only, I only read the headline and then I was like, I don't think I can, this has been a, it's been a rough week. I can't handle this also. You need to read it because it's, it's really good. Like at the end, I was like, I'm convinced this is what the original concept of Mario Odyssey was, is he was Hmm. dead and he's transitioning back to, to life. Like he's coming back to life in the mushroom kingdom. That's mm. his final destination. Interesting. I, I now I've got to go play the game again. Oh, and the uh, funny part is about of the, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. the, the, the website that we use as a source for this segment actually has for 2020 and in past tense on Mark on October third, October thirtieth, uh, Pikmin three was released. I'm like it hasn't That's happened true. yet, so don't have that in past tense. It happens uh, today. <laughs> If you're listening to this audio yep. tomorrow, an, an hour and a half from now, yeah, checking us out on YouTube. Uh, I'm be honest. I think I'm. I think I'm in on Pikmin. I played the demo, and now I'm on it. Well, I, I oh, my, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this later because you've been so anti Pikmin for like the, since we've talked about. I it. did, but Justin, when I played Pikmin three on this on the Wii U back in the day, I don't know that I was in like the right mind space for Pikmin. All right, all right. I know, I know. I'm just saying. And I'm just saying. I you, played, you, look, I played it right here floppy in on my me. office. I, I flippy floppy a lot. 
You do flippy floppy a lot, uh, and it's okay. You need better okay. shoes. We're gonna we're gonna have a conversation okay. about your flippy floppy. Well, no, we're not. Uh, what we are going to have a conversation about, though, is this Nintendo Mini uh, Direct that launched a couple of days ago this week. Uh, and it very quickly, from the very beginning, said this is the last one of mm. 2020. Now, I find that interesting uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, we've been getting about one of these a month, uh, if you remember, yep. since, since August. Since July. Or July. July. So July, August, September, October, we've had four of them. Uh I did, I, the other thing I think is interesting is that it said this is the last one of 2020, mm-hmm. not the last one. Uh, I think that we can probably expect to see these resume in January yep. toward the end of the month. I Makes also would, would like well, to say that in January 2020, Justin, I think they're going to release Apex Legends. 2021. Don't you start with me. Don't you do this to me, Marty. I can't deal with it today. It's well, much. It's January 2021? Yeah, January mean? 2021. That's what I meant. I, th- I think it's going to happen. I think they just needed a couple of months to tweak it and get it right. Right? It's kind of like... You're just, uh, you're just, you're just going to hurt me some more. I played a demo earlier today <laughs> of Cake Bash. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I really liked that game. I really thought it was, was fun. Uh, and then I, I started looking. I was like, man, this would be a great game to play on it, at Extra Life, which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, yep. This would be a great a great game to play with the guys at Extra Life or play with our community. And then I found out it's out on every system except Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's delayed till December. It's ironic, but the Cake Bash game needs to spend more time in the oven. Oh, See what I did there? Because I was it was <laughs> a baking game and it was cake. Yeah. So I said it was in that. the oven. Let's see what you did there. Uh, let's talk about the, the Nintendo Partner Direct, though, because ba- Kate Bash was not announced. I do want to say something, though, about this really quickly, because you were leaning on this idea of, like, hey, it was the last one. Uh, I think they've done a great job with these Partner Directs. I think they've actually been really great for tempering expectations, um, right? That doesn't have the big hype cycle. We usually don't get leaks about this. They're very quick. Um, the announcement is, and like, this is a great example. It was a, and it's out right now. There's yeah. no, there's, they, they, they have had like 12 hour lead ins, but very short lead ins. I thought it was great. They set expectations properly. They, Nintendo has learned how to manage the hype cycle. And, but they, what they also do really well, which is kind of when you create normality is, um, so for example, if it's on Tuesday or Thursday, you know, there's going to be a lot of out todays. Every one of these has typically an out today. There is a typically at least a big banger. Do you know what I mean? They'll start off with something really good. And they'll usually end with something really good. And I and I go back to, you know, if I go back to September, that was you know it was Ori, right? It was Ori and the Willow Will of the Wisps that nobody knew was coming at all came out of nowhere and was out today. Hades, right? All these examples. They've done a great job. Now, what I'm going to say here is this: I don't believe that this means that Nintendo will will not be communicating anymore in 2020. It just means they're not going to do any partner showcases. If you also think about it, they're kind of shifting gears into like. November and December are kind of already set, right? I do suspect we are going to hear from them in um, December, obviously around Game Awards. We're going to get some kind of pop there, right? Whether it's a Bayonetta 3, um, Breath of the Wild, maybe a Smash character, we're going to get a pop there. I wouldn't be shocked if we get a, 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 a Nindy's World Direct somewhere in November or December, possibly, but I I'm not really betting on it, but I think they're really smart to be like, this is the last one. Again, that's clear expectations. No more for the rest of the year. 
Don't nag us about it. Moving on. I thought they did a great job. And I thought this was a very, very interesting Nintendo Direct, which we're going to talk about. Marty, go ahead. Yeah. So what I thought we would do here, instead of just wasting our time uh, breaking down every announcement that people have probably already seen, is to talk about what we think are the wins and the, the misses, maybe the hits and the misses of this. Uh, and so uh, I want you guys to be thinking about, like, what in this direct really hit for you, like knocked it out of the park or made you excited? And what was a whiff? What was a miss? Uh, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and start with mine. I think that uh, the announcement and subsequent drop of No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 was a huge hit. It was, it was, these are games that people have been asking to be ported for a long time, ever since No More Heroes uh, 3 has been announced. And even though we don't have any real concrete data about it other than it's coming in 2021, these are two games that I've heard so much about that I've been waiting to sink my teeth into uh, because I'm not going to go, like, I don't have, I have a Wii U, but it's here at my office. I'm not going to go track the disc down and try to play it with motion controls. I love that they updated it and made it playable just with a controller. Uh, It is definitely, let me say this, moms and dads who are listening, this is not a game to play with Junior. (laughs) All right? This is not a game to play with your kids. Uh, Like, I downloaded it. I played through the first mission. Uh, and did a video of it on our YouTube, and repeatedly through that, I was like, yep, not kid-friendly. Yep, not kid-friendly. I told my son that night, I was like, you are not allowed to play this game at all. Uh, and he's like, but Dan, I played, uh, I, I played Doom, and I was like, but not you're not allowed to thing. play this. Not you're the not same allowed thing. to play this. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought that was a huge hit. On the other hand, I thought... Starting this thing out with Bravely Boring 2 was the worst, worst thing. Like, ramp up. Like, Nintendo has this thing that they do where they start really strong, and then they get boring in the middle, and then the end comes back and grabs you. This time, they just started with the boring. This was Xenoblade. Hey, I'm a dragon, and you live on my back. Let me talk about it for 30 minutes over and over again. I don't care about this game. I played the demo before anybody could say anything. I don't care if February 26th, 2021 is when it comes out. I hope all of you who want it are like, I hope you just lock yourselves away in a room and have the best day of your life. And I know I'm the one on the show who's always like, I wish we'd do more turn-based RPGs. Yes, but not with this bravely, the default system. I don't like it. Just let me push a button and attack. It doesn't have to have all the extra layers. Just let me have a good game. And I know there are people in our community who are foaming at this. I And I don't remember who it was. I want to think it was John. I could be very wrong. So correct me if I'm so. wrong. But I remember like when it was announced, because Bravely Default was announced at the Game Awards last year as yep. a trailer. I remember like getting like a DM from him almost instantly. He's like, I am, I am for this. This is me. And he's like, if you get a review code, please, 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 I will do anything for this. Um so I know, and it could be John, it could be someone else, but I remember getting that message from our community. People were like so hyped. So the fact that this is coming out, the other really great part about it that I liked was the fact that they said they listened to the community feedback. 
right? They talked about that survey information. They did. I did feel like they kind of like spent a lot more time in this than they probably needed to, but they spent a lot of time talking about the community feedback, how they're applying it, and it was coming out in March. This is also very interesting just from my perspective. This is actually putting... I apologize. You're correct. February. This is putting in the same space or or approximation as um, Mario 3D World. Am I wrong? Right? Because Mario 3D World is the twenty is thirteenth. I can't remember thirteenth. Like it's just a very interesting space. I would have thought. Yeah, I would have thought they would have maybe tried to give it a little bit more space there. Two weeks difference between the two. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's fine. Sure. Look at. Well, it makes sense because this is a new game as opposed to a port and plus it's two different types of games. So somebody could start playing 3D World and put it down and start getting Bravely Default 2 and then could come back to, you know, if they need a break from the long RPG game, come back and play their 3D World. I think think it's just more an intent. I think it's interesting because these are stacking a little bit. Yeah. Right, um, and then we think of into March when we know that we have um, Monster Hunter Rise in there, right? Yes. And, and we we don't know is what Nintendo's <laughs> got in that pocket either. Do you know what I mean? So they're they and and they seem to be doing this big push about the you know I think if someone said what is Nintendo like stopping selling video games effective March thirty first, right? There's this kind of really big push. So it's interesting to see them to begin to stack or to show their cards for the first quarter of twenty twenty one. Again, I don't think we're going to get much more seeing into that at this point. As we cross into 2021 Q1, we'll start to see Q2 plans. But I think it's interesting to see what's what's stackable, at least right now. Well, and, and I, I'm just, as you're saying that, I can't, there are no set dates past March 31st. Correct. 2021. It's because like, Nintendo no- will no longer sell anything at all. They're just... They're closing shop. Who's turning the sign they're around? Just, they're just doing the oxygen sensor from now on. Yeah, taking their ball <laughs> and going home is exactly what's going to happen. So, Justin, uh, let's 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 go to you. What, what's a, what's the hit and miss of this uh, of this partner direct? The absolute hit. I know where you're going. The one hundred and ten percent. The thing that after it happened, I think I was shaking in my chair. Was control cloud version and nintendo getting into cloud gaming space and to come out of the gates with a banger that is control not only from a i haven't played control i just assumed i would never play control because i don't have another console but to say here's the game we're going to play it's available now go and by the way like, like, so there's that part of it is like, man, I'm just excited to play Control, and I've been, and I'll talk about what we've been playing because I've been playing it there. What does this mean for the new Switch? What does this mean for their their strategy going forward? Is this a larger strategy? Is this like, because this is now, this is now dabbling into like Stadia, Luna space, a little bit of Game Pass. There's a lot of things. This to me, I think, is the biggest move that Nintendo has made in a long time. Or I'm going to say potentially, because this we don't know this could have just floundered and doesn't go anywhere, and we never hear of it again, and it was a one-time test. But we had seen these tests and heard of these over in Japan with Assassin's Creed. We had seen it with Resident Evil uh, Biohazard. There's rumor right now of Resident Evil 3 coming out relatively soon. And here's the thing. This is why it gets me hyped. Ladies and gentlemen, this is business Justin talking. So buckle in, get ready. This has opened a door 
that we haven't seen open for Nintendo before. Nintendo can still stay relevant in next-gen console conversations. Because here's, I made the joke of it last night. How many developers you willing to bet you sent Nintendo an email this morning like, hey, I heard you're getting into cloud gaming. We should chat, right? Because you know what you could do? Do me a favor, go over to Stadia's website. Oh, don't worry, I've already got it pulled up. Look at any kind of game that has gone over to Stadia that is a cloud-based game. This is potentially now available to a Nintendo Switch audience. That is huge door opener. I'm scrolling through here. Marvel's Avengers. Could you imagine Marvel's Avengers coming to the Nintendo Switch? That would be ridiculous. How about Doom Eternal? It's a cloud-based game on Stadia. How about Assassin's Creed? How about, uh, what was the game? Cyberpunk. Destiny 2. This now opens up Nintendo's strategy, right? And for a person who was looking at something like Luna, because I was like, well, listen, I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay 400 bucks so I can get Game Pass to play some games. Maybe I'll pick up a Luna. Maybe I'll pick up Stadia because I want to enjoy those experiences. There are so many great games that I haven't had access to because I'm a Nintendo guy. This has blown that door wide open. It is, I do not believe, is outside the realm of possibility that you could see in the next four to five months. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Cyberpunk to Nintendo Switch. That is a game changer potentially for Nintendo. I, this, I is their, it, this is their third pillar now. I this is their third pillar. here that there's already a cloud version of Resident Evil 7 that is available for Switch in Japan. That I, I found it odd that they didn't lead with that, especially with it being October. And I know it's up to the, what the, the, the developers will offer, but they've already proven that that plays and it works in Japan. Why not test the waters with something that's already out there? Um, so so, so I, I could see that point. I believe they did absolutely what was right. You get the game. You get the 2019 a critically acclaimed game of the year. Oh yeah, that is still completely relevant in our minds because, like, it's not so far that side of, outside of that conversation. And you bring that to the table and say, "This is what we can do." And it's also a game that like struggled on the other platforms. Now, I'm playing it and I don't see some struggle. Now, I'm also not like, "Oh, well, guys, the frame rate dropped by a couple of like." I'm not that kind of person. I'm playing it, I'm having fun, and I'm experiencing something that I did, could not have thought I would have been able to experience before. So, and we also don't know what what's running in the back end. It's probably something three times stronger than any console, which is fine. Correct. Well, let me, let me speak so to that. So it works well on I, our side. I want to counterpoint Justin's excitement here. Uh, I can't even play the game. Well, you live in sucky internet areas. Well, I do. and But the, the thing is, is that there are a lot of people who live there. And the the issue with that is that even when the game told me uh you know you don't your internet's not good enough it's you're not we don't have a stable connection uh we're going to use the low grade mode, right? It wouldn't even play that. Yeah. So here's for me like yeah. I here's the thing, am I excited that Nintendo is getting these games? Absolutely. As someone who's advocated for Rocket League, Fortnite, Apex Legends to come to the Switch because of the buzz that they bring around them to Nintendo, I think this is a great move. The problem is, is 
uh, when you see the beginnings for a lot of people of your hobby beginning to leave you behind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's not like, it's not as easy. Like I'm sure there's some people out there who are like me, like, well, why don't you move? Well, it's not that easy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not as easy as why don't you just uproot everything about your life and refigure your finances and go across town and then explain to your wife, Hey, we're doing all this and we're, we're, we're uprooting everything so I can play a cloud-based game on Nintendo Switch. Well, and, and but and so here's the thing: is I 100% agree with that, Marty, and I and I 100% agree it does not fit for everyone. And that's the argument of like Stadia or Luna to start off with, right? That's the argument of anytime you need any kind of internet connection, it may not work for you all the time. I think for me, the thing that makes me the most excited about it is the possibility of what it can do. The possibility, and I and I and I believe like. God bless Luna and Stadia for standing out there and getting the snot kicked out of them because someone has to do that to pave the way for five years from now when like cloud-based gaming is like, it's just a thing and it works perfectly. Someone has to be in that test market, but I'm, but I'm, I'm excited from a business perspective and from a opportunity perspective to what this could mean for a Nintendo player. Um, Now I will agree if they can instead port or build the game natively, right? Where you can get a cartridge, a download code, that's the better solution. But we definitely know that there are games that are going to be outside that possibility in that realm that don't work. But this, but from a strategic, like just from a business strategy perspective, that this closes that gap, right? This closes that gap. And it's interesting to think of, like, does this mean that, like, like, is this Nintendo's idea of pivoting into a Nintendo cloud system? Is this, is, could this be, could this be the precursor to a Nintendo game pass essentially? Right. We know that um, I think it's Ubisoft or Ubi play has, has this kind of like, or EA play access has this new cloud-based service. There's like a lot of the players are getting in this space, but for Nintendo now to be playing there, I think it's really, really fascinating. Um, Hitman three. Right, which was tr- which was shown as well, is not even out. Are we going to see Hitman Three drop day and date with with the with the other consoles I, as a cloud game? I think you do at this point because they're able that's, to do it. That's fascinating. Here, here's my worry again. To add to what I'm saying is, is that if this is successful, and now all these third party games are coming to the Switch, and they're doing it cloud based, what that means is that the only thing I will be able to play on my Switch is Nintendo first-party games and indies. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 I, and, so, I can... and so, like, here's the thing. Business Marty says, yay, Nintendo, and yep. yay, everybody that can do this. Like, I love it. Yep. But then there's the part of me that says, it's it, like, it's the whole thing of being picked last in mm-hmm. dodgeball. You know, mm-hmm. that it's that same feeling almost because it's like I want to be able to do it but I can't yeah. or I could if I would sit here in my office, but honestly, like it already sucks enough that I can't do like normal. Like the other day I, uh, I was trying to upload a photo to Justin. It took me 10 minutes yeah, to do that. Like where for everybody else, it's like, boom, and it's there. Yeah. So it already sucks enough that that happens. But then you take, like mm-hmm. you start to chip away at the things I enjoy to do. Yeah. And, you know, I know the argument can be made too. Is like, well, that's all really anybody needs to do is play first-party games on Nintendo consoles. Just buy another console. Okay, give me some money. Yeah. Welcome to 2006 me mentality. 
There's, yeah, a I few, mean, there's a few factors, I think, though, that we have to keep in mind that I, I understand your point, Marty, about, you know, being in the hobby and then seeing the future and that you won't be able to play in that hobby as much. But at the same time, we have to think that technology will hopefully catch up at the time that this really starts taking off. Like Justin said earlier, like five years down the line, what's that mean for Nintendo? Where hopefully five years down the line, you will have better internet because of 5G being fully rolled out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, supposed to be blanketing the country and all that kind of stuff and give us better internet. So we have to keep that in mind, as well as the fact that people people are going to sell their games where the pe- uh, companies are going to sell their games where the people are. So they're going to do it not only here for streaming, but they're also going to, when possible, do it physically because there are other people like you or the collectors or or people who just want everything yeah. will buy the game but also play streaming. There's still going to be money to be made, so they yeah. still have those opportunities. And then in those cases, that's where I think, again, where the cloud gaming part comes into play is it's an option. And that's what we see a lot of companies giving their customers is options. So where, Marty, you can't do that streaming-wise, you do have the flexibility that Justin doesn't where you have a second console where you can play on that second console. And you can have that physical version there. I, I I think it's fascinating to say, you know, if you look at the Switch, you can say you can almost go, the Switch is a home console. Like, it's, it's a home console, it's an on-the-go console, and now it's a cloud gaming console. That, that, is, that is interesting. That is a very different different mentality. And I'm sorry, Jesse, you go ahead. You had a, probably a great comment. So, so Tim, Tim's point about, you know, game sell where the people are kind of leads into my thoughts here, which, you know, you, we kind of ragged on Stadia because it seems like a product that doesn't have a point because – I looked up an article from back in March and it estimated that in two months it sold just over a hundred thousand units, which is not good, not healthy. So the probability of the majority of those people already having another gaming system is I'd say pretty high. So what's the incentive on playing on Stadia when you can always already play it on something else where Switch has, you know, my estimation an 80, 80 million install base at this point. We're hoping for quarterly numbers to verify that prediction, hopefully next week. But, you know, so this is uh, the definition of sell it where the people are. The game can't run on Switch natively, so stream it. It's still available. I, I, I 100% agree. And so, I mean, that's why I like, I, I, this is like, and I'm looking at, and I don't mean to be ragging on Stadia, right? I I was just about going to pull the trigger a while ago and thought about like, just giving the system a try. But like, if you look at Stadia's platform, and you look and to your point, Jesse, you look at any of these folks who are like, there was time and energy spent in moving. Uh, I don't know, Tom Clancy's The Division Two over to being a streaming game, and the install base isn't picking up. They're not making the sales, and Nintendo all of a sudden over here who has an eighty million install base is now opening their door to cloud service. Every single one of these developers who put the time and energy in there is going to go. You know what? We can probably get that, you know, you know, adjusted and reconfigured to be switch capable, like whatever that means for their, you know, button reconfigs or maybe has to. And most engines are probably that's in a config file. So it's switch, do a switch, recompile, it's ready. We can be ready to have it over there. Boss, are you cool with this? Do you know what I mean? And and anyone's going to be like, "Uh, do I want to make more money? 
no, yeah, of course I'm going to. Right. And, and so I don't, and like, and I don't mean Have to be pipe- companies lately. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean to be pipe dreaming all this and like blowing smoke, but I legitimately like, like my mind, like star Wars fallen Jedi. Right. Like that, that could be an actual reality where before I was like, Tim, you're smoking you're crazy. <laughs> my man. Right. And you look at a game. Okay. So hold on a second. Assassin's Creed. They tested over in Japan. It worked. Right. So we know that the Ubisoft has already done that testing with them. Ubisoft has built a more relationship with Nintendo. We've seen that. Why would we not potentially see Valhalla come over to the Nintendo Switch? This could be a game. I mean, this could be game award announcements. The Ladies biggest, and gentlemen, out, biggest out difference today, is scale. Valhalla of Nintendo Switch Cloud. Get out today. Cyberpunk, Vol, you know, Cloud. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, the, the biggest difference is, is scale. They probably likely yep. have in Japan two geodiverse sites. So with server forms big enough to support the country, we would probably need four, three or four times as many sites with three or four yeah. times as many much capacity each. I, I do want I do want to try and figure out whose servers they're running on. And I and I and I loaded in control today, and it actually like it showed um, it showed like a logo before I jumped into it, and I was like, that's gonna be that's gonna be the the service. I have to look into it. Um, I, I think this is fascinating. Uh, and actually, I want to I say here, RJ Kern in the YouTube chat says, what about the whole argument about owning the game? It's one thing to buy digital, but now that at, you're just leasing time in somebody's cloud to play a game that you may not uh, get to play and, and wait in line. Now, so the wait in line thing, I understand what you're saying. There was some queuing. I don't think they expected their servers to get hit as hard as they yeah. did. Again, there that was goes to the queuing. capacity I was talking about. Yeah, there was some queuing. I will tell you this. When I jumped in the game yesterday for the Let's Play, I did not queue at all. There was now I chose, by the way, I chose enhanced performance as opposed to enhanced graphics. So there may have been a different queue for different areas. I don't know for sure. I jumped in today again to play. There was no queue. Like it was buttery smooth. I had no issues, no leg, no problems. I I did the graphical one and I didn't have a queue. Yeah. Um, So the other question about like, what about um, leasing? Great question, RJ, but I would make the argument of I've been leasing things forever. I've been leasing my Apple Music collection. I've been leasing my video collection through Netflix. This is just another level to it. Now, would I prefer physical? Absolutely. But I do but think it also depends on how you play and, and yeah. stuff like that. Do you return yeah. back to your games? And that's why you would like yeah. copy. And, 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 and I don't. I'm like, yep, yeah. that experience is like oh. to for me, games games are an experience. Did I get the value of that experience? Sixty dollars worth that I have fun, the story tell me, blah, blah, blah. If yeah. I did, yeah, I'm good. Moving on. Right. I'm not going to be like, man, I really wish I was playing control and it's 2026. Like Justin, while you're mentioning that, I'll read, even though it's later on, but I'll, since it's about this topic, Nick mentioned this in our discord or in our Patreon. He says, I know there's been a good bit of hate for the cloud services this week. I understand how it sucks for Marty and others who don't have access to decent internet and was shocked that my 30 megabytes per second Wi-Fi held up. I just want to say that I love that Nintendo is trying to find a way to gap the power divide. Mm-hmm. If they would announce games like Valhalla, Squadrons, Jedi Knight, I would just sell my Xbox Series S pre-order. Yeah, uh, you get that. And he did yeah. want to ask what other games would you guys like to see, which you've already mentioned. So, yeah, I think I think there's there's. I mean, I, I, I someone was mentioning. Uh, actually, I reached out to Per Schneider. Uh, you may oh, have heard yes. him yep. from IGN. Uh, Red small Dead, podcast show they do. Small po- up and comer, real up and comer yes. show. Good luck for them. Go give uh, them a listen. Yeah, go listen. Yeah, go check out their <laughs> website. They might need a hit or two. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. 
Jedi Fallen Order. And he mentioned something else. And I can't remember what it was. And I feel like an idiot. I should have pulled it up. But but those are just some great examples. Again, I've mentioned Valhalla. I've mentioned Cyberpunk. Uh, this, in theory, could open up the doors to the Call of Duty franchises. Not saying I necessarily want them, but I think that could be a market that obviously could could do a pretty good install base. Maybe that's where maybe that's how Doom Eternal is coming over. Like I don't like again. I you know I'm, fingers crossed that Sammy's right that we're getting it tomorrow. Probably not though. No, no, um, we missed out God on it. Him, God bless him for trying. <laughs> um, but I, I I just think I it. The power, the the power gap is absolutely critical. That changes that conversation. You go into stadiums, Avengers, Marvel, Marvel's Avengers, yeah, right. Destiny, yes. Destiny, like my, think my like Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. Like, like I would all be on that. The other EA games yes. I've wanted, like Madden. There, it it, it so. fundamentally changes the door for Nintendo and what could be now available to a Nintendo to a, to a Nintendo exclusive gamer like I am. Right, I don't have another console. I'm not paying for another console. This changes the game. Yeah, yep. um, this is absolutely critical. I'm sorry. This is this has been like me ranting no, and no, ranting about is, it, but like fun. this is massive. So we were going to talk about this anyway with with the cloud gaming. I think that's probably besides yeah. the like the out today mm-hmm. announcements was the biggest announcement coming out of this partner direct. Yeah, because no one saw it coming. There were right. no hints that this was happening. Uh, cloud service was just something that was being used in Japan, and all of a sudden, big bang boom, it's here and on two huge games. Right. So, I mean, it's important that we talk about it. It's just, y'all, like, just living where I do sucks. No. <laughs> I mean, just, I, 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 I love I, my, I love where I live, but the situation sucks for your hobby yeah. it sucks I, I do yeah. want to say one other thing though and just so you don't think i'm just like fanboying all over nintendo i do think there was a, there was a critical mistake in this them the, they only provided players a five minute now it was about five to ten minute window to actually demo the game to try mm-hmm. it out before you actually made that decision to pull the trigger on that and that didn't really feel necessarily right i would have preferred a a 35 40 minute an appropriate amount because with control specifically yes you get some really good cut scenes you get some good vo you can kind of hear those things you get a chance to really kind of run around a little bit but right. that's essentially it when is i when that i nintendo's choice or is that the developer's choice i don't well here's the thing is that um for hitman if you look in the press release it also says the exact same thing you have five minutes before you and what happens is a prompt comes up on the screen and for those of you that watch my let's play available on youtube nintendo dads it is there where it actually prompts up and says pl- press like plus or minus to go to the e-shop to purchase it mm-hmm. um so I, I just felt like you could have given us a little bit more time there especially if you're trying to get us hooked um, I, I had, I mean, when it, not to be not to be crazy, but the moment they announced controls, like, yeah, I'm just gonna buy it. Like for for the sake of this podcast, for trying it out, for being an advocate, for being a fan, for wanting to go at it, like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Right? I'd already made that decision, but I think as someone who's on the fence, that needed to be much longer. It does need and, to be longer, yes. And especially when it could be like, oh, I'm having a slight glitch because the kids jumped on, you know, Netflix and are pulling that. Like, it needs to be a bit longer than that. I'm hoping they change that. Right. Yeah. Yes. So that was your miss for the for the whole thing. Yeah, and there were some other games in that there that I also thought just looked a little bit like ooh that needed longer in the oven. Um, Tropico which, Six. Yeah, Tropico which, Six. Like, visibly stuttering in the actual footage. Yeah, yeah. Tropico yeah. Six. Did um, not, it wasn't a good look. No, 
No. I thought the rest of it was fine. Tim, what about you? Hits and misses. Well, the hit that I'm surprised that none of you have mentioned yet is party or part-time UFO. Now, come on. <laughs> From HAL Laboratories. Yes. No. <laughs> no, but seriously, that, that game actually, I, I played on mobile before, and it was pretty fun. So I was... It was kind of cool to see that come over. I was actually wondering when that would happen. So when it, when it did get announced, it was uh, cool to see. Um, but my my hit was the cloud streaming game, especially for, you know, we've seen it come over to Japan and to see it just out of nowhere, you know, because like, like you guys alluded to, there's no leaks on this stuff. So it's like all of a sudden it's just like, we're going to play control through the cloud. I mean, yeah, your brain starts going, well, what about this? What about that? And how, you know, how am I going to play it? How well is it going to play? And, and, you know, you get the five minutes and it, it, and like Justin said, it's not enough, but still it's exciting to see that it's starting, you know, and, um, and we're going somewhere with it. And it's, and to think positively in the future, that's where the excitement is, um, too. Uh, but there's still, you know, your brain, starts thinking about all kinds of things too. going, okay, I'm being able to lease it for $40. Is that good? You know, or, and then you're, you know, one and done type of thing, or you can always, or if they close it down, if you haven't beat it yet, you know, and all those kind of things, you don't own it essentially. But anyways, that's what I was excited about. And, um, the miss for me would have been, um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Cause I mean, I do kind of look at it like, I'm excited about everything that's announced because I know somebody's going to enjoy it. So it's like, okay, you know, I might not get that, but somebody in my family might get it or somebody in our community community might really like it. Um, and I mean, there's all kinds of hits in here really, to be honest for me too. So I'm really excited about the immortals Phoenix rising and yeah, good. cause it gives me the, again, the God of war, uh, vibes you know type of thing but you know more more friendly uh family friendly version of that yeah it's kind of like god of war meets breath of the wild meets kid icarus all rolled into one yeah so it looks I mean, really good it does it looks really cool and i'm excited i can't and, wait and for that having and, having not seen anything about it so far like i have purposely just not really oh really at anything i was blown away by that i thought it uh i that's and was this the first time that the release date was was given? Nope. Nope. No, we knew the release date a few months ago. I, I will probably be picking that one up. Yeah, I'm, and that's what I'm excited to. It's on my list of. I'll probably make up my mind getting when we get closer to picking it up, either uh, digitally or um, you know physically. Mm-hmm. Probably I'll say September 10th. We was we knew the date. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, uh, yeah, I've already pre-ordered that one actually. Um, cool. Physically, cool. I think it's great. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, the No More Heroes. I'm really excited about those. Are in my. Uh, I didn't download it yet, but I'm going to wait and slice, play some other things, and get those things done off my plate before I get those. Um, don't don't download it till we talk. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Just don't just don't jump the gun gun on that one. I might have stuff for you next week. Okay. All right. Jesse, then, what about? Uh, oh. Uh, again, my, uh, again, the miss is probably that it's, I'll say this, the miss is that this is the last one of the year. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Jesse, what about you? Hits and misses. So no one thought Pokagon was a hit. 
<laughs> and I'm not surprised this is the last one because they kind of don't want to do announcements when they want people to be spending money. Because if there are rumors of announcements, then people will hold back and wait and see what's coming. So I'm not surprised at all that this is they, that they stated this is the last one. They, so people do, do your holiday shopping and then come back in January. Of the games listed here, I, I I think they're all passes for me. I'm not interested in any of them. <laughs> I love Jesse. <sighs> okay. Though so there's a, apparently Marty said you wanted you you still want turn based games. Uh, there's a a game I'll be playing this weekend and talking about next week that may satisfy that. <laughs> Okay. I love it when Jesse comes on and is like, we're all over here, like, rejoicing over games. He just pours the sauce on. I don't care for any of You know what they didn't have? They didn't have a pick cross game. Pick cross game comes out tomorrow, oddly enough. And I'll be talking about that too. And it's, I I put in the Discord, I'm like, these pick cross uh, genre crossovers are getting weird. Let me just tell you. Let me tell you where the next one goes. You ready for this? You've heard of Pikmin. What about Pit Cross Pikmin? No. Yeah, but, it's but happening. apparently this, this one. Happening. This one's a Pit Cross cross uh, crossover with a dating sim. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, uh, we didn't talk about the song. I can't believe no one said this. Uh, the Huge win coming out of this, and I think this will be a great time to talk about this. The Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity demo mm-hmm. was dropped at the end of this partner direct. By the way, just wanted to throw this out here. Um, at the end of this, we got footage of Hyrule Warriors and what was the other one right before that? There was, it was... Part Time UFO. Part Time UFO, <laughs> and then No More Heroes. Before that, was it no more heroes that was right before? Mm. Yeah, the, the uh, last two, the last two was part time UFO and Hyrule Warriors. No, right before right. that was no more heroes. Yeah, okay. The, the, so the notes are in order. Heroes. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> your man's right. Here was my thing. Uh, this is a partner direct, but Hyrule Warriors and No More Heroes are both being released by Nintendo. So but they're developed by not Nintendo. I understand they're developed by other people, but if you're releasing the game, it's not really a partner, is it? They partnered with yes. them to publish it. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I just thought it was weird to include those because, you know, like every time we've done one of these, people will be like, they're going to show the new F-Zero. They're going to show the new Kid Icarus. They're going to show the new Smash character. And then at the end of this, they're like, you know what? We're just going to drop news about our own games. Boom. Uh, but anyway, Howard Warriors, Warriors Age of Calamity demo is out and it's freaking awesome. It's, uh, it's everything like, oh my gosh. Uh, it ended, the demo ended way too soon. Like, I want this game today. I want it right now. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, the, the, the 20 day wait for this game is going to be really hard. Um, so I think every one of us has played this demo, correct? Uh, I want to know your thoughts because like, I, Loved it. Like, I found myself at the end of the demo going, what? I can't. Like, there's stuff to do on the map, and you won't let me do it? What? 
what the crap what's going on uh somebody jump in here what do you what do you think yeah I, so i played about half an hour of it on our let's play you can check that out on our youtube channel as well um i have never played a dynasty warriors game before um so i'm gonna be honest i felt very button smashy um, I didn't feel like I had the level of control that I think I would typically want, or maybe I feel that aligns with the franchise that is Zelda, the way that I, I've played I had, Zelda before. I had the same issue. It, 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 the game says, you can do these 15 things, of which I try to do half of them, and maybe a quarter of them actually do what I think they're going to do. Yeah. The other quarter, I'll trigger by accident doing something else. Mm-hmm. So I, I I had fun doing it. Um, the love and care that is the Breath of the Wild world, like, and I said this in my thing. That's what I'm here for. I'm here mm-hmm. for that story. I'm here for that prequel. I'm here for that information. But the the scene, the tapestry, and everything else that around it is the detail of it and the care is just so well done that I think is absolutely fantastic. Um, I did find it. I, I, I was just, I maybe stutter is the right word, but I, it did feel like it was the it was challenging the system a little bit. Um, I'm, and I know that some people mentioned that as well on Twitter. I'm hoping that maybe that gets patched out or fixed up as well. Yeah, having I 50 really, or 60 models at the same time will do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I did. I did kind of it's feel the that. Of and the and beast. Yeah, and, and that is something that has been Dynasty Warriors series wide. It has always had problems mm-hmm. on every system with every release. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yep. I think Dragon Quest. Well, Dragon Quest when I played on PS4, I'm sure had framey times as well. Yeah, the other part of it that I'd, I'd say as well is I, I and just is just kind of a bigger step into the Nintendo's uh, way of doing this, and maybe this is what they're aiming to do, or maybe it just happens to be that this is just two that they've back to backed and looked this well. But these ideas of here's a demo, you can give it a really good try. We're giving you actually a fair bit of room to play in here. It's not like five minutes. You can play full <laughs> levels, and by the way. That information is transferred over to the full game. And by the way, so for Pikmin 3, for example, you uh, you unlock what saucy mode or or hot mode or whatever it is hot, like uh, ultra so, spicy. Yeah, ultra spicy. So there's this. So I really love this idea of kind of like doing a little bit of work now, getting some work, work into it, this like teaser, this and then it passing over. I thought that was really cool. I, and I don't think I don't think there's like a, a spicy mode that goes into to age of calamity but i love the fact that basically when you pick it up you've already finished chapter one right i think that's cool yeah how uh, how many that's like how many battles are in the chapter uh there's there's two full stages uh two battles in the chapter uh, one yeah the initial battle of hyrule field and then there's a um road to the ancient um, lab yeah and it's like something the gate of demise or something like that where there's a guardian Uh, And then there are smaller challenge battles. Yes. Okay. So I've done. Okay, I've done the two the two big ones. I I, then I put it in sleep mode in the middle of that following cutscene at the lab. So I haven't seen anything after that yet. One thing I want to. So it sounds like I'm almost done with the with the demo. I you are uh, you are uh, like I've got like one thing on the map I can't unlock, and I think if I dive back in and play through a level. Again, I'll unlock the, the items that I need to unlock or complete that quest. Uh, I thought that, I'm like, Justin, the whole tapestry of it is so cool. Like, the characters that they created in this world are so great. Uh, and then even, like, introducing new characters like Impa, it feels immediately at home. But the voice acting 
mm-hmm. and just fleshing out these characters in this demo alone yeah. has made me so hungry for the rest of it because we got a little bit of voice acting in um, in, in 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 the original Breath of the Wild, but like this seems like full blown. Like, yeah. I, like I, I'm excited to see that story come to life that way. I wonder if they pulled in the actors, the voice actors, to to do this, obviously, and then they're like, "Oh well, you're here. We're going to have you do the Breath of the Wild VO, Breath of the Wild Two VO, right?" Um, or or didn't even tell them that it was two separate games and just said we're doing all capture. Uh, <laughs> sure, I don't know that they're doing Breath of the Wild VO right now. Breath of the Wild Two Two VO for sure they are. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't. No, you, you really do the VO first really before you animate. Close. Yeah, you do the VO first. So the voiceover, the voiceover work would have been in a while ago. For oh, Breath yeah. of the Wild too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, you think they're that close? Uh. Uh. Yep. Okay. So there was something else I wanted to say, but now I forgot. I'm, I'm thinking it's it's late 2021, maybe early 2022. If you think you're just gonna come in here and just like continue to bust my dreams up, I'm gonna come over there and slap you. Well, I'm, I'll I'll get on my 5G internet and fly over there, but I'll just like putter out right before I get to your house. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, you'll never make it because <laughs> if you're if you're coming to my house on internet, you're never finding me. Well. <laughs> Multiple people uh, asked if Amiibo are supported in the game. Not that I know of. At least there's been no indication in the demo that it's Amiibo supported. And I've heard the, no news. In the demo, no, but I believe the game is. So I'll actually the game is for sure, yes. Yeah, I'll the game is for sure. Press release they right had, now. They had mentioned uh, okay. using the, the yeah. Amiibos before. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't seen anything in the game. And, and, they had, and they did a fresh run of new Amiibos too. Right. True. And I, I'm... Well... Yeah, I mean they're they're re-releasing those Guardians uh, amiibos or cha- mm-hmm. champion amiibo. Sorry, mm-hmm. so there's got to be something. It's yes. not just going to be like a trophy for the game. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. What I- th- what I'm going to guess is that it's if you remember the Breath of the Wild integration was tap this amiibo and a chest falls out of the sky or something like that. It's going to be that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you can call on their powers or something when you're another character. Who knows. So when I was playing it, I actually wasn't digging it. You know, part of it is, you know, the the controls seem to be, I, I I couldn't get a grasp of the controls, and part of that's on me. You know, playing all the Batman games, Arkham Knight, Arkham City, I never could get pull off half those combos. So that's just me being crap at games. Uh, but uh, it's just playing it. I'm just thinking. I, I don't think I'm having fun. Uh, and actually put me back on the fence from being on the other side of it uh, to the point where now I'm thinking about, do I want to cancel my pre-order or not? That's but fair. I don't know yet. Well, I'll, I'll still think about it. So I, I, I remember what I was going to say. I think the, uh, the, the graphics, you know, even the cutscenes are done in engine. So it doesn't matter if it's in gameplay or cutscene, but it looks, a lot better than what the, I remember the original game three years ago being. So I don't know. Is this maybe this game is 4K ready? I don't know. But at least if it's running at 1080p, it looks a lot better than Breath of the Wild did at 720. Hmm. That's a good point. Do you think I want, I, you know, I wonder, probably not. 
I think it was a little bit of like spinning off of Adam, uh, Adam in our chat, his question about Breath of the Wild 2. I wonder if there's like, I would almost love if they pulled a Marvel here and like you finish the game and then there's an end credit scene that somehow links to like Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. Oh, well, even like remember, the original Banjo-Kazooie hinted at a sequel. <laughs> so <laughs> not something new. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, had, I love I love the, whoever's playing the music in the background. By the way, that's a nice touch. That's uh, right here. Thanks Mine. for. Oh, I was I thought it was Justin <laughs> playing the game actually. As we, right, I'm, I'm not I'm not hearing it's anything. Up. So it's on my well, it's on my map right now. Guys, let's let's right move on and let's let's go. Oh, wait, behind. don't I get to talk about it too? I oh, yes, you do, it. Tim. I'm so sorry, Tim. <laughs> I thought you had Tim. You just make thumbnails here. Stop it. Your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> Get out of here, you. I wanted to at least talk about the two-player aspect because I was oh, able yeah. to play two-player with Sammy. Well, yeah, with I it. did see that option, but uh, didn't have an opportunity. How did that? How did that go? It was. It actually worked out really well. He uh, helped me beat the uh, the second battle, uh, which I heard was really hard with the um, the machine or whatever it's called. I forget the name of it. Guardian. But, uh, the Guardian. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, it was tough for just the two of us because we we were missing something. We weren't paying attention to what they were kept flashing at us at the screen like stop fighting the guardian go turn on the other ones <laughs> so we just kept trying to beat it and beat it and then it was like wait a minute something just said yeah, that we need when to go I said turn, turn on the other on. ones i thought they were like really close nearby i didn't realize yeah. they had to run to the four yeah, corners of the map to activate them when we finally figured it out that's what we did we ran over but that and that was pretty exciting too just see this giant guardian chasing you across the field does it split to, screen know. or do they have to st- it was split screen the... yep top bottom, okay so you two can literally hit the other opposite corners and hit them at the correct. same time correct that's, that would be useful yeah so it was a lot of fun actually playing that and uh we got excited about being able to play some more and uh although sammy got a little frustrated with it because we weren't figuring out how to beat the guardian we weren't realizing we had to go turn on the other ones but once we figured it out he had a little fun so i'm excited to be able to play that and it's and what i really like about it is how easy it was to turn on two player in the middle of my single player gameplay because i had already beaten the first battle and then you just click on the what is it the um uh click click down on the left click down on the left uh stick joystick Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes into two-player mode and right in the middle of the story or right in the middle, right on the map. So That's I'm awesome. on the map and I could click on the two-player. He was able to get, I just hand him the uh, a controller and we started playing the that second battle. We were able to finish that. And then when I got back to the map, I turned it back to single player in case I wanted to, you know, move around and do something on my own. That's awesome. That I thought was really exciting. And that's that part I'm really excited about. So yeah, that's I was already I already had it pre-ordered, so it's not like this made me go on one side of the fence or the other. But this is my kind of gameplay. I love button 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 mashers, <laughs> button mashers, uh, because of. But I like the aspect of it. It is a button masher, but you do have to do certain combos. You do learn some co- certain button combos to do more damage. Um, so it's it's very. It helps with that. Uh, you can just button mash the same, you know, Y button, or you can do a few Ys and then hit X and you do some super move or whatever. So it's cool. I like it. Adam says anytime Nintendo adds co-op to titles, my wife and I get excited. And then he mentions Pikmin. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with Pikmin 3. 
The yes. I, I'll mention piggyback off what Tim said there about the way that it plays. I really thought that they did a good job in these first two chapters highlighting how each character is different uh, and the different play style. Like if you would just want to run through enemies with Link or if you want to uh, be a little bit more strategic. I, I didn't understand Impa's Impa. abilities. <laughs> yeah, so the whole creating... Um, is it runes? Is that what she was creating? Like the or the marks? Yeah. Uh, those are created at random. Yes. And you have to create enough of them that she can absorb them and get all three symbols, and then that makes her more powerful. But see, on the flip side, of that Zelda's was more confusing to me because Zelda just attacks with the actual Sheikah slate. She's not actually hitting anything. The Sheikah slate's doing all the work for her, and it's creating all the different. Uh, you know, I didn't even try playing as her. I guess stayed on Link the whole time. You need to try her because it's it's really cool. It's interesting the way that they do it. But I, I just like I love everything about this game. It does I, look like you can go wait. back into where you beat. To yeah, try. you can go back and play missions again. Yeah, yeah. So I might I'm, try different characters that I'm way. I'm gonna play it. We'll play a few more because <laughs> I like I'm like Tim like I like the button mashing type of game so that I could just go in and like take out frustration. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Sorry about that. Audio Bless you. Yeah, sorry about that video. Bless listening. you. Did not need to sneeze on. Anyway, wipe off the camera. Let's go from a high to a low here, Justin. Uh, Apex Legends got delayed, man. How are it, you? Let, let, let's check in. How are you doing? How how are you feeling? I'm going to be really honest with you. Uh, when that news came out last Friday, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was just hours real, after we recorded last week. I felt I felt real empty, Marty. I felt real lonely. I um I was sad. There, there, you also I was I was like I, I literally I literally went. I don't really know what I'm excited for anymore. And then I slowly walked away, and I was like, "All by myself." You know what's funny is I uh, I pulled up Twitter and saw that tweet, and the first thing I was going to do was retweet it to you, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's our tweet." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then the second reaction was to I had this picture of you in my mind of just slumped over like this, and I there's a the I the burst into laughter actually. That's okay. I think that I think the gif I used was like Chris Farley was like super excited. He's like, yes. And then you just see him get deflated and sad and look shocked. So yeah, yeah like, like let's, I guess we can, I guess we can dive a little bit into it. So uh, this last Friday uh, that just passed apex legends uh, for the Nintendo switch was announced as a delay. And this is off of their website. The game director, Chad Grenier mentions that. Um, so just as an FYI, what they were actually doing is they were bringing it to steam and to the Nintendo switch. And they sounded like from what I'm reading here and from every, all the research I did for apex, uh, that they were kind of tracking about the exact same time. And it sounded they like were they were really at the same time. They were announcing at the same time. They sound like that, you know, they were, they were expected to do a fall. There was a lot of communities that were like, yeah, they're going to do them both at, um, um, November 4th, the Apex Season 7 actually got shortened by a week. Um, the ESRB ratings board for the Nintendo Switch version had got approved. So there was a lot of things that were like the cards were aligning, right? And I had said before, I think it's going to be partner showcase. It makes complete sense. Bada bing, bada boom. And then we also saw that um, Apex had basically 
a week earlier made a big announcement of like, you can get into Apex with all these skins and all these packs and all this money for like 40 bucks. So they were really kind of doing like a welcome to the game entry. So my thought was, yep, Steam and Switch are going to come online at the exact same time. What what is true is that Steam is coming online on November 4th uh, for season number seven. And then the the paragraph afterwards is second. For those of you that are uh, who game on the Nintendo Switch, we are still hard at work on the port, but in order to do justice to the game and make it the great experience which players deserve, our team needs more time. This year has brought unexpected new challenges, to put it mildly, and we don't want to rush anything out. Switch owners can expect to get their hands on Apex Legends next year. And of course, when Apex Legends does launch on the Switch, it will come with support for cross-play or cross-platform play, our latest seasonal content and full featured parody with the other consoles. We can't wait to get Apex Legends in the hands or the or your TV connected dock on Switch. Thanks for understanding. So, I will provide you kind of my perspectives. So, as a fan, disappointed, right? Super excited, but I'm also a, a like I, I get it. You take time to make sure it's done right. And I think if the game comes out, I'd rather be in a good good position. I'm going to put on like a business hat for a second here. I think this is really interesting because you're you're trying to put it on two different platforms, Steam and um, Switch. So you're obviously porting at two different times to do two different platforms and the kind of configurations that were there. I wonder what made them decide to – maybe Steam is easier. I don't know what the challenges were from – from from going to the switch i guess my hope is that what they're going to do is redeploy the team that was working on the steam version right now that the steam one is up and running move them over to the switch to assist that team to really make sure it's up and running because the reality of it is and i don't necessarily have the numbers to support it but from an install base and from a potential players is steam or the switch going to have higher player rates and also, which one is more likely to participate and buy something like a season pass or battle pass that will monetize sooner? Um, and again, I'm only knowing from what Fortnite has done from the Nintendo Switch perspective that the Switch is probably the higher of those two. I suspect they are going to have a lot of pressure from their, st- their stakeholders and their business units to make sure this game gets on the Switch as soon as possible. Because if we remember, the reason that it's coming to the Switch from EA is because of that monetization. Right? Jeff Grubbs made a great point. And the install base. Install base. Fortnite was killing it. Season Pass is killing it. We're seeing a lot of the free-to-play games come to the Switch because the market seems to be there and we have a huge install base. Let's get this over there as well as quickly as we can to make... And and again, it boils down to companies like to make money, right? That's how this works. So they're going to want to get it on as quick as possible. The sooner they can monetize, the better off they can be. I I just Um, wonder if uh, free-to-play and battle passes are like the next bubble to burst in video gaming we had music and rhythm games yep we had toys to life and then you know the next part was or the, and then battle pass came along and now everything has a battle pass i uh, yeah i mean i i think it's I th- gone from there i think some some will some will fall off the vine and some will survive Right, I think a game like Fortnite will uh, will uh, absolutely like they're the top dog in that space. Um, I think Rocket League is doing a fairly fairly good job of it right now. But again, you have the backing of of Epic, right? Who's who's a framework of of, of Fortnite, so it makes sense. I think when you move into games, you know, I like Spellbreak. I don't know if it has that longevity to to be there if they if they introduce a battle pass perspectives uh vigor is an example of like i was like i ah, have this battle pass doesn't really do anything for me i do believe apex is in that space as well you also got to remember there's a lot of backing like they have like an they have like the world cup of apex right they're 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 
EA and Respawn are really pushing that into a space very similar to where we see like the Overwatch League. Like they're really trying, trying to do that. And that's actually interesting as well, because I almost sometimes wonder like with Overwatch and their Overwatch 2, are we going to see them move into a Battle Pass perspective as well? Are we going to see different seasons as well? Um, I don't think Battle Passes and I don't think free to play will will disappear because really it's free to play is is it's I mean we used to say this as a kid right like you don't do drugs the first one's free and then I'll get you afterwards right but this is I mean that's the that's the free to play model that's how these things work um, I don't think the battle pass things went away I think the reason like Guitar Hero and Toys to Life and Amiibo in some ways disappears is because it's clutter in a living room if it's digital clutter I don't think it's the exact same thing. But I think what you do is you find a battle pass that you're attracted to or stay to and that you draw to that. I suspect when Apex comes out from what I have seen of it, from what I have watched of it, my battle passes will be Fortnite and my battle pass will be Apex. But if you but if for those of you that have been playing this show with me for as long as I have, I've only ever once played paid for battle pass for Fortnite and I have redeemed free ones ever since then. I suspect that's how Apex is going to work for me. Um so again, disappointed. Um, I suspect, and I think Marty, you're probably right. They're going to make a real diligent push to make sure season eight is ready for Nintendo Switch to again monetize I, as yeah, quickly as possible. Right. If, so, if it doesn't make season eight, season nine, then I think I think you're gonna you're gonna see the delay go to season nine. Yeah. So so How what? How long I, does the season in Apex last? Not a hundred percent sure. I did some quick research. Depends on about two to three months, kind of like Fortnite. There's not really consistency for sure about it. Um, this season, though, for Apex, they actually did shrink it. I suspect it's about two months. So I wouldn't be shocked. You know, I mean, November fourth is when their new season starts. We'll see what the closure date is going to be after that. Well, but the I, reason I ask that is because you know Fortnite this season has actually extended their season. It was due to end the next week with with week 10, and now it's going to, or this week with week 10, we're entering into week 10 of the Battle Pass. Uh, we And now it's going to go until November 30th. Yeah. I, I thought it was always going to be November 30th with that because I had, I had done some research and checked into that for a while. Um, again, so, I mean, that's a great example of the reason. And so my theory here is the reason that that is a longer Battle Pass is because, because, because the hype around Marvel – in the game is like, oh, I can draw people back in. And by the way, here are the skins. Here's the, it's all it's all dollars and cents, right? If you have a if you have a, a an event or a battle pass that is theme based with something high, like let's say Marvel, let's think Star Wars, let's think I don't know Transformers, whatever, some kind of very big popular IP. People who are fringe players who may have disappeared are could potentially come back to that. Yeah. More feeling so so you're gonna extend that battle you're gonna extend that battle pass to get them in as much as possible, to monetize as much as possible, to capital capitalize on that popularity. Um so yeah, I, I'm not overly shocked about it. I've reached a, I've reached level 101 in my battle pass now for Fortnite. Nothing really is drawing me to continue to go other than playing with some friends. But um, yeah, that has been I'm, Apex. I'm actually at the same point. I was discussing this with my son today that once I do the Tony Stark challenges, which I'm at, yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take a break from Fortnite for this month. Unless yep. the rumor is there that uh, because their powers are in the game, that mm. Venom and Black Panther are coming as purchasable skins or winnable skins, like yeah. much like Daredevil. If yeah. that happens, I'll buy the skins because I'm a huge Venom fan. Love yeah. Black Panther. Uh, I just want to have those. Uh, that'll draw me back, and I'll probably play a few matches here and there. But yeah. by and large, once now that I've achieved level 100, it's kind of like, oh, I can get gold foil versions 
Whoopty there. I've made this statement before. Um, my friend Jeff and I can typically finish off our battle pass probably about four weeks before it's due, right? I've said before they need to about mid about mid season offer a extended battle pass where you pay four hundred V bucks and you get pushed to level one fifty or it goes to one fifty. Those challenge one fifty challenges now open up and you extend from there. I think they I think they need to look at that extension model. Um, because I think they could really monetize a lot more on that as well and, and probably help out as well. I do want to say here, big thanks to Adam in the chat. I see he said, I sent a search and rescue team uh, for Justin. They never made it back, though. Uh, so I appreciate that. And everyone, everyone thank reaching out to me. Um, I thought this was Nintendo Dads, not Fortnite Dads. Thank you, Mecha Drake. And I appreciate that. We will move on. My heart is broken for Apex, but I'll be fine. Thank oh, you for everyone's we support. Like, we like Fortnite. Sorry. Uh, speaking of uh, competition, new Super Mario 35th anniversary missions are now available. Uh, these include creating a Mario Kart Live home circuit racer ID with the added challenge of actually finding one of those in stores right now. Uh, you can also get... Uh, can you create a, a racer ID without buying the product? I didn't look into yes. it. Yes, you can. I was on their site a moment ago. Oh. All right. Well, there you go. Handy tips with Justin. Uh, you can also read the monthly Nintendo newsletter. There's a code that can be found in the newsletter that's emailed out each month. You can enter it into the mission's website to complete the, uh, the mission. Uh, all, the alternative uh, or downside to this is that this only applies to the United States and Canada regional accounts. So if you're listening to us from outside of the U.S. or Canada, you can't do that. And then the, there's still the missions we've already talked about that are going on right now. You can also sign up for the Super Mario Maker 2 Ninja Speed Run online. You have to complete it before November 24th. And you participate. And if you participate in the Mario Maker 2 Ninja Speed Run, you'll also get a mission from that as well. Guys, we have been a little long in the tooth with news tonight. So let's move on and talk very quickly about some events, shall we? Do it. We just want to remind all of our patrons that uh, Nintendo Dad's Monthly Mayhem will be wrapping up very shortly, November 8th at noon Eastern. Uh, this month's game was Super Mario 35, and you can submit your stat screen uh, in the Discord so we can see your level and number of wins. $25 in eShop credit is on the line for this. Uh, one winner gets $15 and one randomly generated winner gets $10. Uh, and that's just a contest for fun to play together that we run because we love you guys. Uh, also, Retro Rewind at the dinner table. Tim, what's our game this month for Retro Rewind? It's actually uh, three games you have a choice of, or Ooh. actually five if you count uh, the newer versions. But it's uh, the first-gen Pokemon. You can pick red, blue, or yellow. Uh, in any way you can play it. Obviously, we're going to mention more of the legal ways, but uh, <laughs> grabbing by grabbing a Game Boy and having, if you have the original, play red, blue, or yellow, or play via the virtual console in the 3DS. Or we did say you can. Yep, see, Jesse's got it. Or you can say, or you can play uh, the fire red or leaf green, which is on GBA. If you I don't think those. the batteries are good anymore, but uh, <laughs> I have card. I have two cards. I think there's people out there who even help by changing those batteries. Um, 
But uh, yeah, we're playing those for our retro rewind on the dinner table. And we're playing that until we meet again uh, for November's dinner table, uh, which sounds like it'll be Black Friday by the votes that I asked for that. Because uh, usually it's the third Friday of every month that we do the dinner table uh, where multiple people from the community, uh, our, our Discord community can join in and we record it and uh I push it out in a podcast essentially so that those who couldn't attend can listen to it. I do have the one from uh, the one we just did in October ready to go. I just didn't want it to collide with all the other podcasts we've got going on. So um, I'll get it out there within the window between this one and probably the next one, which will be probably the uh, end ad crossing show. So, but that'll be coming out soon. And then, like I said, the dinner table show, which we do talk about retro rewind will be on black Friday in November. So, and that's usually at 10 30. So I'll try to keep reminding you guys of that whenever we're on so that you can add it to your calendar appropriately, especially since it's not the third Friday in November, it's going to be the fourth Friday because of black. That's when black Friday falls. Awesome. Uh, also a couple things for you to be mindful of Splatoween is this weekend beginning at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time on the 30th. If you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, that's today. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube and Twitch, that's tomorrow. Uh, and that ends on uh, 1-11, or I'm sorry, 11-1. I was reading it in the, the across the pond way, uh, at, at uh, 10.59 Pacific time. Uh, and you can choose Team Trick or Team Treat. And even if you join in halfway through the weekend, you'll still be able to choose that and get in. Guys, Splatoween, if you're still, if you haven't, are on the fence about Splatoon 2, one of the coolest Splatfests they do, so don't miss this one this weekend. Also, Super Mario 35 is running an event beginning tomorrow at 12 a.m. Pacific time called a Halloween Spectacle. Uh, you play through nine levels with dark backgrounds as you start with 100 coins. The levels in rotation are 1, 2, 3, 1, 3, 2, 3, 3, 4, 2, 6, 1, 6, 2, and 6, 3. And if you have those lucky bingo numbers or those uh, lotto numbers, please contact your uh, your folks for a lucky 649. Yeah. Uh, also, a reminder here that the, the free seven-day trial from the My Nintendo account website for zero platinum coins expires on November 2nd. So if you're still on the fence about uh, a My Nintendo account, that's a way for you to check yeah, that out. That's a, that's a trial for expire. Nintendo Switch Online. I forgot to add that part of the message of the notes. But Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, it is for the, the Nintendo Switch Online, so go check that out. And maybe, Marty, just speaking of events, just before we jump over to what we have been playing, maybe we can sit in this pocket for a quick moment and talk about a big event that's coming up for us. Absolutely. Beginning next week on Friday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time, Extra Life 2020 with the Nintendo Dads goes live. Uh, I'll be up first. Uh, and in the middle, Justin will join me for a little bit of time. He will continue the stream on until Tim joins him and rounds us out Sunday night. So what that means is, yes, guys, we're going to podcast next week. You're going to get your podcast at the normal time. You'll be able to listen to that Friday morning. It'll be ready for you. But at 8 a.m., we also want you to tune in and watch us play games and hang out and have a great time for 48 hours. 48 hours of wonderful Nintendo Dad stream content. What are we going to play? We don't know. What aren't you going to play? We're going to have 
we are going to have a great time. Uh, I do know that I've already promised people, and I'm going to do. I'm going to sit in this pocket uh, on Friday night, late, so people can actually see it. I am going to play Diddy Kong Racing, uh, which uh, <laughs> Dan yes. sent over uh, last year to try to play, and my capture card wouldn't work with the the HD out that he had sent me for that. So we're going to try to make that work uh, this year. Also, uh, we're going to be there's going to be times where we're together playing and streaming. Uh, and so we'll be playing a lot of co-op games. Uh, hopefully we'll throw some Jackbox in there for you guys. And of course, if you're watching my stream, there's going to be some Mega Man. Uh, but uh, I'm just looking forward to raising some money. Uh, guys, we are already, I checked earlier today and we are already 30 past 30% of the way there for our team goal of $3,500. Um, and you can donate by heading over to extra-life.org. Um, or is it dot org? I I'll probably get this wrong. Uh, we should probably ex, put a life. link at our, on, our, on our website to make it. We do easier. have a link on our website. Just if go to Nintendo dot org. Just go to there, and we have a link there. <laughs> yeah, you can see. Uh, you can also on Nintendo dot org track how we're doing so yes. far. So uh, before we forget, because we do want your support. Uh, one of the ways that we want to get your support is we are going to offer you some fantabulous prizes over the next few days. And I am not yeah. kidding when yeah. I say this, that this is literally Boxes. the most, the, the most and the best prizes that we've ever been offered or we've been able to offer for extra life. So when you, log on and you donate to either myself or Justin or Antonio or Tim. Those are the four people who are on our team. Every dollar that you donate goes to giving uh, get an entry for these prizes. All right. Every dollar. So that means if you donate $25, you're in the hat 25 times. If you donate $50, you're in the hat 50 times. If you donate $500, you're in the hat 500, 500 times. <laughs> so what are we giving away? Well, let me let me just tell you. First and foremost, the number one thing we want you to know we're giving away is somebody is going to win a brand new Nintendo Switch Lite. Courtesy of Nintendo Dads, the color of your choice. Now, that is availability pending because as we all know, it's kind of hard to get a Nintendo Switch uh, sometimes right now. So you'll get to pick the color. You'll get to pick, uh, you you know, where it's going to be delivered. It will be shipped to you brand new in the box Nintendo Switch Lite. That's crazy, Marty. Surely there's more. Oh, there is. One <laughs> lucky winner is also going to win a brand new in the box copy of Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. The Mario. Edition. What? Do yes. you have that physically already? Because I hear it's hard to get. It's sitting here in my office. As no we, way. I can't show you because it's way over on the other side of the room. But it's there. Also, guys, I, I, I hadn't even told you this beforehand, but I'm going to share it with you now. Antonio has stepped up in a big way and is providing his own prizes that he's going to give away. What? And he is providing... Five winners will win a copy of a digital copy of Celeste. Nice for Nintendo nice. Switch. Well done, uh, Antonio. And uh, like that's super cool. We're going to be giving away free games. We're going to uh, Nintendo Dad's game vouchers. We're going to be giving away. Uh, by the way, huge thanks 
to our uh, fo- to to the good folks over at PDP mm-hmm. who sent us, and I'm not, not lying when I said this. The shipment that came to my house was 20 pounds. 20 wow. pounds of <laughs> controllers. Uh, uh, what are the guy? The little um, eight bit or sorry, eight bit pixel, yeah. pixel, pixel, pixel eight, pals. Pixel, pixel. Like eight or nine pixel pals to give away. Uh, there's a GameCube controller in there. There's wireless controllers with headphone jacks in there. There's cases. There's starter kits. You can go over to our Instagram right now and check out that picture taken on my couch of all the stuff that just exploded <laughs> out of this box. We're going to be giving that away too, as well as as well as Nintendo Dad swag. And who knows, guys? I'm just going to say this: the the goal. If I make seventeen, uh, my goal is 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 one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. I've already thrown this challenge out there. If we make that or exceed it. I'm eating the ghost pepper donut from Dunkin' Donuts. That's crazy. That's nuts. That is absolutely it's crazy. It's going to work. I didn't know that was a thing. I might yeah, drink it, maple it syrup on stream. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to get crazy. We, it's going to be nuts. We don't look. It's going to be so crazy. We don't even know what's happening. No. no. Okay. Right. You're, also, also, you're driving me nuts. You're driving me nuts because you're not saying the one big one that I'm excited about that we have no idea what it is. Oh, I was yeah. about to tell you. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's something big. <laughs> Y'all, we contacted Ginky, who made the uh, Bluetooth audio adapter for Nintendo Switch, the Ginky audio adapter that plugs into the bottom. They also made the uh, the remote dock, the, the portable dock that I have and Justin have. We love it. It works fantastically. And we said, hey, we'd like to give away a dock. And, and Justin... Tell the folks what they said. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me pull the tweet. I will say this. They said, uh, we have a surprise. We have a surprise. Uh, uh, secret product. Secret product that we will provide you. Uh, so they haven't announced it. Uh, it is a secret. We know what it is, but we have to tell you it's secret we product. We know what it is. It's not it is even available for cool. you to purchase. No. Here's the other thing. You know what? Last week, I gave away a Nintendo Switch. Right. I, we are we I said, like, let's do it. But I just crazy. Right. I feel like I'm in a crazy mood right now. I'm going to add oh, no. more. To this. No. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the this is the creme de creme. This is the top of the mountain. If you donate, you have an opportunity to win Jesse Waldack living with you. We will ship Jesse to your house. He will live in your basement for years. He will make artisan sandwiches. And he will regale you with stories of the Atari and of the Amico, and he will rock you to sleep in his loving arms and let those little and beard, that little the beard, just scratch you. And and ladies and gentlemen, can I get on this on this? Uh, of I don't remember agreeing to any of this. Sweet, of I'm donating all my money for this. I hope I win the grand right? prize. That's that the is grand a gift prize, from right? us to you. Here are the here are the reasons that you should be donating to us. First, it's for the kids, and it's for Miracle Network Children's, and that's incredible, and we're so proud of it. Number two, we got some awesome swag with some awesome partners. That's awesome. Number three, if you like tax receipts, you're getting some. And number four, and probably the most important one, we want to destroy the Mega Dads. That's really what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the reasons every single year. can, can Can we do this right here? Can we do this right here? 
For real, because yeah. I know that that's a joke about Jesse going and living with somebody. <laughs> Can we actually no, send no, him? No, here, here sure. it is. The real, the, real, the real thing. Whichever podcast loses, whichever podcast loses, Mega Dads or Nintendo Dads, has to make a video of their cast making artisanal sandwiches. I think you need to reach out to Adam for that one. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we won't be making artisanal sandwiches. No. We never do. We never do. <laughs> never. Three years running. Three years running. So anyway, we need your help. You can go right now over to NintendoDads.org. Click on the Extra Life banner that shows how far we are in our donations right now. You'll be taken to our team page where then you can go and click on one of the members and donate to them. Here, can I just say this? By the end of what we've been playing, I would love to see a donation. That'd just be amazing. one. Just one. Yeah. And, and, you know, I would love to see at least one member of our team get a donation by the time, because I know people are listening. I know people are watching right now on YouTube and Twitch. I, I can see you in the YouTube, Twitch chip spots. I can see you, Sean Capri. I can see you, Adam. I can see you, Solo Something. Let's Call go. Them out. Blurpy. Ooh. Mecha Dragon, let's go. Knocking on the door. Look, you don't have to wait for extra life. You can go ahead and donate right now. Y'all, let me tell you something. Every time a donation comes across on my, like I get a text message and I show my son and his eyes light up because this, like, he starts talking about extra life in June. <laughs> wow. Like he's, he, he was, he's waiting. He's like, Dad, when, you know, you know, we're going to have Minecraft time with Isaac. And I was like, Yes, we are. Yes, we mm-hmm. are. Because, you got to get in there and you got to play some Minecraft, son. So we're going to we're gonna be doing that. Um, the main thing that we've got to do between now and then is figure out all this technical stuff, like who's going to host and who's going to stream and where are we, like how are we going to put all the pictures in and all that fun stuff. Uh, we'll figure that out eventually. But anyway. What to do about that. Okay. Very good. November 6, 8 a.m. We expect to see you. Uh, I expect to see you watching at 8 a.m. on November 6, which is a Friday with the volume turned all the way down, you're at work, it's boring, it's Friday, you're ready to go home, and I'm playing video games to entertain you while you're waiting. Yep. All right? And so if you have a suggestion of games you'd like us to play, drop it. Drop it at uh, nintendodads at gmail.com uh, or hit us up on social media, and uh, we'll, we'll do our best to work that in. All right. Now, what have we been playing? Let's go. I bet Jesse, you Jesse Jesse's a, a gentle rocker. I he bet is. You, you know what I'm saying? He rocks just you to gentle, sleep. Just gentle. Just sings right. over you. Just I'm worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wookie songs. Uh, Jesse, what have you been playing, buddy? All right, so... Playing more of Super Mario Brothers 35. I'm hoping to get to level 100 before the end of the the Monthly Mayhem tournament. I am very frustrated with the game. I haven't won a game in almost three weeks. So it is very slow moving. So I think I'm like 92 now. I don't remember. But um, the... So I'm I'm still struggling with that, trying to get the dailies done every day if I can. Playing more Dragon Quest Seven. There is a little story bit I wanted to 
talk about because I really haven't talked story is because, you know, we did this, you know, three or four years ago. But, you know, in, in general, you put together these fragments of a tablet to get warped back to a new island in the past. You solve their problem. Then you can go to the that new island in the present time and then solve their problem to get enough tablets to open the next island in the past, etc. One of the islands in the past is called is a town called Nottigan. So you go to the past, solve their problem, you go to the present, and it's a wasteland. Nothing there. And you're like, what's going on? This isn't right. This isn't right. So they go back in the past again, find out that there's a second problem. So you solve that problem, you go back to the future, and it's still a wasteland. So you go back to the past again for a third problem. And in this problem, you have a choice. If you make the right choice, you go to the present, you'll actually save the town and the town will be there and prosper. If you make the wrong choice, it'll still be a wasteland and there's nothing you can do about it. And I picked the wrong choice. (laughs) So after all that work, it's I can't... There's no present day to explore, and hopefully there was no mini medals in there that I now missed. But I thought that was kind of that was that was an amusing little sto- story that I got. And of course, you know, the town name not again, not again. See, you have to go back and forth. And so I'm like 63 hours into it now. I was hoping to be able to beat it before Pikmin, but that didn't happen because Pikmin is now launches in about 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> the quick game. Anyway, we, we talked about Age of Calamity demo. I won't talk about that, about that anymore. Last game I have uh, called Kakurisu World. It released last week on Friday. It was, I saw it on last week's PR and it was marked at $3 discounted to 99 cents. So I did a, a pre-order on it. When, I was charged. I was only charged 49 cents. So it's weird that I only got charged half of the discounted price, but I'm not complaining. So this is a Picross-like game, but instead, but it's kind of a cross between Picross and, oh, I don't remember the other one, but it, the, basically, well, I'll just keep it going then. So instead of hints on the top and the left, you have to Hints on all four sides. The top and the left are just the numbers one through n of how, how of the size of the square. Starts out four, goes up to nine, and then the so, so numbers on the right and the bottom is the sum of the digits that line up. So, if it's say a one, then you know. So, say in in the in the four by four. The, each column will have a value of one, two, or three, or four. So if the sum is one, you know it's the one and only one. If it's a two, you know it's two and only two. But if it's a three, it can be either the three or the two and the one. So you, you do that for horizontal and vertical to, to eventually solve it. Uh, it's the, not a lot of options. It just jumps you right into the into the game. There's ninety puzzles total. I did the first 10 relatively quickly. Then I said, let's see what the hardest one is. So I went and did Puzzle 90, which is a 9 by 9 And that took me a while. Maybe, I don't think it took me 10 minutes, 6 to 8 or so. But the 4 by 4s I was knocking out in like 20 seconds. It 
you know, it, it's fun, but it doesn't quite scratch that Picross, Picross itch that I like. So, again, there's a game coming out tomorrow that I'll be also picking up and playing that, and we'll see if that what that does. Then, uh, and the, 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 when you're drawing the, the puzzle, the, the solution, it doesn't even draw anything. It's just random dots, and that isn't very exciting. At least when you solve a Picross that makes a, a picture, you, you feel like you've accomplished something, like you've completed the painting instead of, I just picked up paint and went on the wall. <laughs> so, you know, but again, yeah, I paid 49 cents for this, so I really can't complain too much. 49 cents is a, is a good price. It's a good price. Yeah. Justin. Um, I need to stop for a second. Um, Marty, you asked for some donations. Yeah. And I want to tell you that I just received thanks to the uh, amazing folks here wow. in our our Patreon our chat here, 125 USD in wow. donation for extra life. I just Dang. I just received a donation as well for 25. Thank you very much to Adam. Thank you so much to a- wow. uh, Eston. That is that is the guys. Wow, that is thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh, for that. Dang. That um, wow. man, guys. Yeah, pl- yeah. Applaud. We're seeing that in the chat. Thank you guys so much. That is incredible. Um, again, you know, every dollar to just these foundations, these these hospitals yeah. is incredible. Thank you so much. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Justin, since we're on you, why don't we... Yeah, sorry. What have I been playing? Uh, Hyrule Warriors mentioned that already. Uh, I've been playing Control. <laughs> we talked about that a little bit. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's super cool. Creepy. Super creepy. I didn't realize it was kind of a horror uh game if you have played control before marty you have right i have not okay has anyone here played control like on the other consoles yep yeah man that melee that you have in the beginning man that that is that is something that makes you feel like that yeah i was like that is awesome that just destroys that's what you need to get to in the in the demo to be able to do that in the demo will probably hook some people like you said you need to get that yeah yeah, like that. That is that is pretty incredible. Uh, so I've been loving control. I'll tell you more about it as I get more into it. About I'm about forty minutes in. Really cool story though. I'm engaged. I'm hooked. The setting shifts all the time. That's kind of the the catch of it. Uh, but I'm really really interested and I've been enjoying my time with it. The other game I'm playing. Um, two games. Uh, Oceanhorn Two came out this week for the Nintendo Switch. Um, this is a really fun game. Obviously, it feels inspired by Breath of the Wild and Zelda. But it's really a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great kind of uh, approachableness from a kid's perspective. There, you know, it's family friendly, some fun writing, some good VO work. Um, it, again, feels very Breath of the Wild or not Breath of the Wild, sorry, but Legend of Zelda. Um, oh, my gosh. He's on a boat. Toon Link. What one is that one? Uh, Breath, uh, Wind Waker? Wind Waker. Kind of feels Wind Waker-esque um, at times. I, 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 yeah, Oceanhorn 2. Check it out. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Check out my Let's Play of it. We've also got an interview with the developer. I'd recommend it. Like, two thumbs up from Justin. The other one, this is the one, Marty, you should recommend, sh- you should check out for Halloween Pumpkin Jack. Pumpkin Jack, it's on sale right now on the Nintendo Switch eShop for like 20% off. Um, it is a 3D. Uh, oh, not open world 3D platformer, very reminiscent of, in some ways, Crash Bandicoot and Medieval. Um, it was developed and created by one guy, 
Um, some really fun graphics. Some there's some collectathon portions of it. It's really and and for being Halloween, it's super super cool and fun. Um, like all the games I'm playing this week, I'd highly recommend Pumpkin Jack. Though that is a that is one that probably wasn't really on people's radar, and if you just saw the trailer, you're like, eh. I've got a let's play up of that as well. There's moments of it that actually also feel like Donkey Kong Country because they have a minecart for like 3D minecart experience that I just like. I was like, this is. I just smiled. I was like, this is what video games are all about. Ton of fun. So those are my recommendations. Sorry, they're all about minecarts. I'm all about minecarts. That's exactly it. I would highly check it out again. Pumpkin Jack, Oceanhorn Two, and Control. If I was to say you really, really recommend one right now, if you're like Justin, where am I putting my dollars? I'm actually going to say probably, I'd probably say Pumpkin Jack. If you were like, if I had to pick one of those three right now, I'd say Pumpkin Jack. Come back to me later with Control, but of course Control is dependent on your internet connection. So that's another reason why I might not say that one. Yeah, that's awesome. Tim, um, what you what you been playing? Sorry, I'm just distracted by all these donations we're all of a sudden getting because we got a couple more in here too. Uh, oh, cool. But um, I'm just trying to get to the page where i could see it but yes uh mecha dragon just gave us gave uh 25 dollars to wow, the crew so freaking awesome guys um and i think um uh, yeah i'm just trying to get to wow it's just it's just yeah it's a, i'm flabbergasted in, in a good way <laughs> so yeah. uh just because we jumped up i was just noticing the number just jump and i was like whoa what the heck it's like and you mentioned Adam, you know, he actually donated, I think, to each of us, yep. not just once. He yeah, did it yeah. each of us, which was awesome, too. And so. that's and that's, you know, that's Canadian. So that's like a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Translated to American. That's like a, a bajillion dollars. You guys are awesome. Again, Absolutely. thanks so much. And hey, by, by the way, that puts us at 36 percent of our goal already there we've now crossed twelve hundred dollars i know right which means we're definitely beating the mega dads and we're already jumped up in the team rankings at 466 i was joking in the uh, chat that we were at 504 now we're at 466 yeah and uh and someone had said that the mega dads were at 1306 that was me uh, that- yeah let's go <laughs> let's go so yeah, all right so what have i been playing all right, so a little bit of Pokemon Yellow, as I mentioned before, for the Retro Rewind. I just started that. I uh, I chose that one because I never, I actually never played the first gen. So this is, I just chose the harder of the three, apparently, from what I read. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited to play that well, one. It, so it, It's the hardest one just because, you know, you, you are forced with the starter and the first gen is strong against it. So you have to find the one Pokemon that will help you and then grind it up to be useful before you go yes. beat Brock. Yep. And I'm using, once, uh, once you get I past be- that really it's, it's, it's just regular. Should Pokemon, go fa- it's, it's, it's regular Pokemon, but you just got to get over that first gym first. All right. Whereas no, if, and- you, if you picked any other game, you, you pick bubbles or you're good until gym three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that, I've been using, uh, I'm using IGN's walkthrough for that too. So, and they, they already tell you right off the bat yellow. If you do yellow, you're going to have different things and stuff like that. So, uh, play, I played two player alt, uh, untitled goose game with my son. Uh, we got that, uh, I got the physical version that came into the mail, um, right here. If you're watching, Mm, so got the physical and it came with some cool stuff on the inside and all that kind of stuff. So, but I wanted the physical one because my wife wanted to play it too, but, I also wanted to play that two-player co-op 
version of Untitled Goose Game, and it's actually a lot of fun. I never played it that game either by myself, but that is a lot of fun with someone else and, and Goofy, you know, with the two go- gooses running around. And Don't you mean face- Goosey? Yes, definitely oh. being Goosey. <laughs> and uh and uh oh before i just a uh, shout out to to actually i noticed somebody who's in the chat uh martel uh he's one of my classmates i've been going to class with uh, nice. he's actually joining in the chat so i just wanted to give a shout out to him real quick um as well as everybody else who's joined i want to exclude anybody but just wanted to say hey welcome to the world of it <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, so back to the games I was playing burnout, uh, actually again, playing some more games with my son and we tried out the two player mode that's in here. There's a party mode and, uh, I'm not sure how many more people can play, but it was just the two of us. And it was pr- pretty cool because it gave us, basically we did random b- best, you know, three out of five, you know, uh, competition of these, these tricks that you do, uh, on, in paradise city. We did it once, but it was a lot of fun where basically we had to basically one of the tricks was drift as far as you can without hitting the wall. And uh, so we did that. And then another one was do a barrel roll with your car and land on your tires, you know, without crashing. So and you had to do that and you get points for that. And then whoever gets the best three out of five out of that and the points with that essentially actually it's points not necessarily three out of five but you play three matches and the most points wins so that was pretty cool it was that's the first time i got to play the party mode in that and so that was something i didn't even think of when i bought burnout i was you know of course i love my racing games so it was more me racing but it was pretty cool to see that 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 was a part of it uh kingdom hearts melody of memory demo i played the one player and two player modes for that again playing some two player mode games with my son and we had a lot of fun with that. I'm excited for this game because I didn't play all of those Kingdom Hearts game. I uh, Kingdom Hearts games, and the only game I did play, I only played a little bit of, and that was on the DS. So, but I've always been interested in it, but I never wanted to put in the time for it. So, what I like about this game is that I can get the whole story by playing the the, the rhythm games. So, and it was pretty cool. I liked uh, where it was going and. I think I'll probably pick up this game when it comes out. Of course, a little bit more Animal Crossing, getting ready for Halloween. Um, and then on to try and control. And we talked about that. So I got the, t- I did try that one. And uh, when it's in my games to purchase, I guess, if you will, later on down the line, um, I will pick, be picking that one up too. Cause I didn't play that one all the way through on any other consoles either. Um, play the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity demo, which we all talked about. Especially, just want to highlight the two-player mode is really cool how you can jump in and out of that pretty easily when you get to the map. So if that's if that aspect uh, intrigues you, I would say check out the demo and try that out. Also played Party Time UFO. Party Time. I keep saying Party Time. Part Time <laughs> UFO, <laughs> which is that HAL Laboratory game. It was a mobile game at first. It was. It's a very cute game. A lot of fun. I didn't get to try two player yet. My son's very interested in trying that with me. So hopefully this weekend we'll get to try that out because there is a two player mode. Basically, you're an alien in a spaceship, and you're helping. You're doing these jobs around this small community. It's like um, the claw of the game. 
Yeah, it's claw. It's a claw game essentially. But a, a couple things that I played just kind of remind me of how I played it before. It was basically you come in, you're flying in, you make a farmer crash, and all this stuff falls out of his truck, and you have to help him stack his stuff back into the truck. And then you get points for that, and how well it stacks, and, how, and make sure it doesn't fall. And you get stars, and it's very mobile, very mobile-ish game. But I do like it much better on the Switch because of the controls. So um, I'm excited to play, and it's eight bucks right now, and and we all know it's probably going to sale sometime. So, uh, but if you do like games like that, which I do hope they would do a demo of, if there isn't one already, I do hope they put a demo of this out because that I think will will sell some games too. And then finally, one that uh, is taking me a little bit longer to do uh, play because it's, as Marty has said before about games he's played, it's hard as balls. <laughs> and it's the Wallachia, Wallachia Reign of Dracula game. It's uh, basically a, probably I would say a first, second, third generation Castlevania type game. It's as hard as those games have got were when they first came out. Marty, I actually think you might like this game because it is hard, but as you get used to it, you get further and make progression. Um, and there are some contra elements that kind of give me a contra feel too. Like you'll get these things that fly by, you shoot out of the sky and you'll get power ups that way. You know, that's where I get the kind of contra feel to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that it, it is hard, uh, for, especially for a gamer like me who doesn't get into those type of games because when you die, you start at the beginning uh, of that level. You don't, uh, well, I should take that back. You get two lives, you die and you start at that section you left off at. But when you go to hit continue after you lost your two lives, you start at the beginning of that whole stage. So, and there are different modes. There's an easy mode, but if you play easy mode, it won't unlock any achievements or anything like that. And there are achievements in the game. Uh, I just haven't unlocked any yet. <laughs> and I'm playing normal mode. And then there's a hard mode. Um, and it is, again, it's fun because so far I can see that I'm learning. When I play and I die, I learn what I did wrong and I go on and I make it further. I play and I die, I learn what I did wrong, I make it further. Now what I'm stuck at is that first stage boss. And I don't know what's going to happen once I beat that stage boss and then go on and die. And I hit continue. I hope I'm not starting back at stage one. I hope I'm at least starting back at the beginning of stage two. That part I don't know yet. And that's why I haven't done a, uh, a video yet. Because I want to get past that first boss and understand if it is hard as balls game that I'm getting somewhere with it at least, you know. Instead of just, okay, you died, you lost your two lives, you got to start the whole game over, then that that turns me off. I don't want to play the game anymore. <laughs> so, but that, so far it's been fun. I, like I said, I'm learning something and I should have hopefully a video out by sometime this weekend. So that's what is, I've been it, playing. is it Ghosts and Goblins hard? Uh, to be honest, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure because I didn't. It might be because that game turned me off because <laughs> of how hard it was. Gotcha. So it okay. could be that hard. All right. I'll have to check that out then. Uh, so is it out now or are we still waiting on it to drop? It is out. Yes, I believe it came out today. Perfect. 
Uh, so let me talk very quickly about what I've been playing. Uh, it's not Control, because I can't play it at my house. I actually tried. It, uh, it's out of Control. Got, got uh, five seconds into the first cutscene and went, nope, and just kicked me out. I uh, also tried the Cake Bash demo, and I cannot wait for this game to drop. Uh, this uh, It looks like it's going to be so much fun, kind of like Boomerang Foo and other games like that. Uh, it's a bunch of party games where you play as pieces of cake and eclairs and muffins and you fight over candy and uh, see who can roast the best marshmallows and it's pretty charming like all the all the food kind of looks real and it has like stick arms and legs and lines drawing faces yeah (laughs) I I really like it Uh, but I've also been playing No More Heroes which I downloaded and I don't have anything to compare this game to uh, but I'm loving it so far. It's it's fast. It's it's fun. Uh, the combat feels great. Uh, again, as I said earlier, it is not for kids. It is not a game to play around your kids. Tons of tons of sweary words and blood shooting everywhere. Like most enemies, you either cut them in half or cut their head off, and then they explode into a shower of coins and blood, with the, which then rain down around you. Uh, also, sexual themes, and uh, you uh, save by taking a dump. Uh, and so... That always cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely not for... It's it's not for kids. Uh, but it, uh, I love the improvements they made on it. You can definitely tell it's a Wii-era game as far as, like, uh, like, the way the stages are laid out, and there's some limitations there. And, yeah. So, uh, that's what I've been playing... Now let's turn on the community spotlight. And uh, we're going to head over to some questions that we received this week from Discord and Patreon. Tim, take it away. Yes, sir. All right, starting with Discord, we got Ducade87. It's probably a question you're all going to talk about tonight, but I just want to know about cloud gaming. Is it and is it the future for Nintendo to keep up with current gen gaming? I've had a I've had a good think about cloud gaming and how I think I would never pay forty pounds for a streaming game, but on the other hand, I'm happy to pay for digital streaming movies through iTunes. Are we just fighting against something which will become a norm soon? With 4G and 5G now a big part of life playing cloud gaming on the go is a real seamless possibility as long as Nintendo makes connecting to hotspots easier. I'm lucky enough to have unlimited data through my mobile provider. I don't know what it's like for everyone else. Any thoughts on that? I know we talked about it a lot, but any other comments on that? I think this will be more norm as more um, areas in the in the work country and world get more bandwidth and then you know it, the data caps are is going to be like another big issue you know the the carriers will have to play nice because if they you know cap you at 150 gigs you know that's that doesn't last as long anymore as it did 10 years ago right you know, yes just downloading one game on xbox series x will be 120 gig <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes yeah, it's going to be interesting to see as we get further down the line how that's all going to play out. Yeah, I think 5G will be a part of help will help, but I think that uh, ground-based 
networks will still have to improve as well. So like the cable providers and whatnot, you know, needs to stop playing games with their billing and actually put out a decent product. Agreed. Very, very much so. All right, Anoxus says, I've noticed, and I'm sure the others have too, that different consoles have implemented features similar to Nintendo's gimmicks, he has in quotes, like motion controls, PlayStation Move, and Xbox Connect on their platforms. Now that Nintendo has a closed, a cloud-based streaming game like Control, what features besides cloud gaming would you like for Nintendo to adopt from Sony or Microsoft? And he says, no easy answers like better online play. Really think about it. Go. <laughs> I, I mean, I, th- I think the one for me that comes straight to mind is I, I want to see them adopt a program like Game Pass. Yeah, right? was, I want I want to. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pay 10 extra dollars a month or whatever Nintendo cloud subscription service. And I get access to these games. Bang, bang, bang. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what and I even want. If not Game P- Pass, but, you know, Sony has games free games through playstation plus xbox also had i don't know if if that's going away you know games games with gold which is you know similar product you basically buy them for free and as long as you're a subscriber you have access to them forever right until you stop paying and then you no longer have access so, Justin, you're basically wanting them to sp- expand what they already offer with Switch Online to, some, mm-hmm. to be more yep. of uh, one of those things. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense? It, to it, include actual retail product instead of just NES, SNES, and uh, 99 player games. <laughs> yep. Yep, I agree. That would be cool. Marty, do you have anything? Yeah, like if I'm thinking about this issue um, and what they should adopt from cloud gaming, like, or especially from, from Sony and Microsoft is like the game pass type thing, right? Like I, I, there has been so much said about Xbox game pass and how like, you know, you get a game on Nintendo switch, it comes out and it's 29 99 or it's available on game pass right now. Uh, and you're already paying for Game Pass. I pay for Game Pass simply for uh, an Xbox and I have here at my office. I don't even play it at home. Uh, and so I, I would love to see Nintendo do something like that as like where there is a collective of all their old retro stuff. Like, don't make me just have SNES and NES. Okay, I get that. Like, I love that stuff, but it's way beyond time for... Uh, GameCube and N64 and even the Wii era games to come to that. And I would gladly pay for it. Uh, but I would, I, what I would hope for is that they would handle it like they're doing right now, which is like you could download it and play it. It just checks in every seven days. I do like that part of it. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like, like PS Now used to be, I think, all 100% streaming, and I think they did change it so you can download the game and play it from your system and not through streaming as part of that product. But I haven't pl- played with PS Now since it's beta, so I'm not 100% sure how that works. It is it is a downloadable. Uh, I had it briefly for a year at least. I paid for a year um, where it does download. I had it on my PC, actually. So, so that you know, Game Pass like, 
Yes. Yep. So you could download it and then play it. So it was pretty cool. But it didn't offer enough on that side compared to the Game Pass. So that's right. why I stopped that one. <laughs> uh, the one thing that actually I would want them to adopt that's actually not Sony or Microsoft, because I don't think they do this either, and I think it is harder but I think Nintendo could do it and I would pay a little bit more per game if that's what it meant is uh, family sharing, making that a lot easier so that if I turned on a switch without having to like put my Nintendo switch into uh, airplane mode just so my son can play a game that I had that I signed in on his, you know, to be able to, you know, hit a switch like I can in Google Play say, yes, add this to the family, you know, folder or whatever they call it, the family play thing. And then that's what I can do with my movies. That's what I can do with some apps to be able to do that. If I can turn it on, if I have to pay extra, I'm fine with that. I don't know how much extra, but at least to be able to say, okay, I'll pay instead of 60, I'll say $80 that will allow my whole family to be able to play this game at the same time, I think would be awesome. I know that would probably lose some revenue, but, um, Maybe that's part of the online subscription thing too. I don't know. But. Yeah, it could be like an add-on to the NSL. So yes, like, like an extra, say, twenty dollars a year right. more. Yeah. To say, or yeah, to say to give two or three other accounts that will share your digital library. Yes. Yeah. So some whatever's viable, I would I like don't to think, be able to have. That I think eight's out of. The, you know, I think the maximum eight that they have in their family plan, I think that's that's high. I don't think that's reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, say two or three accounts, is, I think we'd be good. I think uh, Apple does something similar with their apps. I think you can share it with up to five people. Yes. Just yep. You just say, I'll share these apps with these people, and they're done. Yep. Yeah, There's. A, I think it's five also for Google Play, so... All right. Drew has an interesting question as well. Says, I'll do a fun question for tonight. If Hyrule and Mushroom Kingdom went to war, who would win and how? <laughs> Look at all your faces. Like, just like, yeah. Hmm. Here's the thing. Like, you admit, your mind immediately goes to the fact that Hyrule has horses, swords, arrows, magic. But then you've got Bowser, who's like pulling giant machines out and airships and cannons and has magic and all this stuff. I mean, Bowser himself, I think, could take on. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just at least part of the Hyrule army. Yeah. yeah. If it's like just Team Peach, who isn't, you know, they don't have, they don't have as much magic, then that's no question. But the Bowser side of that, so I think their magic is probably more powerful than the magic you see in Hyrule. Mm-hmm. But Hyrule just does have a lot of the other technology. Uh, I, I think, so. That, yeah, like you know, we've seen all the crap that Kamek's done over the years. <laughs> I, I think the Mushroom Kingdom will win, and here's why: there appears to be an endless supply of Goombas, and I think that they will just flood the kingdom full of them. I think I've squished twenty five thousand just... of them in that one game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So instead of World War Z, it's World War G for Goombas? Yeah. (laughs) Because they just swarmed. I like it. (laughs) Nice. 
Yeah, I can't argue with that one, but plus, it does make me plus, think. Plus, here's the deal. You've got the unknown variable on the Mar on the Mushroom Kingdom side of Waluigi's li lurking out there somewhere, <laughs> and he's got some pipe bombs or something, you know, hidden somewhere. Right. But thinking that this subject makes me think of those NES remix games, and I always thought it would be really cool that if they did like a and I think we talked about this before where comics did the crossovers between Marvel and DC and all that kind of stuff. It'd be yeah. kind of cool if like, um, uh, Samus ended up in, uh, in Mario world or something like that, you know, and, or, uh, um, Bowser ends up in Samus's world, you know, that type of stuff, just full crossover where, or even like you said, Bowser goes over to Zelda and he's the bad guy. He, you know, or and Zelda's got to fight Bowser or something like that. You know, just those type of weird things would be kind of interesting to see. All right. Ne next question set of questions is from our Patreon. Uh, first one is Jesus Amada. Now that is a Nintendo Direct. I was on the edge of my seat. So many great announcements, such great pacing. And a demo available now. Take my money, Nintendo. Where have you been hiding this fantastic Direct? And why have you been giving us lackluster Directs before this? What were your favorite announcements? Have you guys played the Hyrule demo yet? And lastly, Justin Buddy, EA Respawn displaying or delaying Apex Legends. <laughs> I feel betrayed, but at least I can continue playing on Xbox One and PS4. Hopefully we get Apex for Season 8 on a Nintendo Switch. Have a great show. And I think we answered a lot of those questions. I, I will also say this for the Apex part of it. For when Apex does finally drop, I will likely take a day off of work to play it. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to need a squad. So if you want to squad up and play Apex Legends with me the day it drops, let me know. We're going to set that stuff up because I'm going to need some help. I've never played it before. I'm going to need someone to help guide me through this. So maybe Jesus is, is, uh, is on my squad. Nice. You need someone to ride him through. Exactly. I really do. I really do. <laughs> Show what he's bro. saying is he's probably going to suck. <laughs> Very much so, probably. And so yes. you're going to have to pick up the slack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unless everybody's new on the Nintendo Switch playing that game, then then you're all going to suck. <laughs> yep. That's true. All right. We read the Nick one. That was part of the whole cloud services thing. We did talk about that one briefly. So I'll skip over that one. Thanks again, Nick, for... Uh, from the Endad Crossing crew for sending that in. Uh, Antonio, he sent in, I am incredibly excited about our extra live stream next week and the opportunity, opportunity to be a part of the Nintendo Dads team. During my stream, I will be doing a casual any percentage run of my absolute favorite game of all time. Uh, Celeste. Keep an eye on the Extra Life channel and Discord for an update on my stream schedule. The first five patrons of the Nintendo Dads who donate $20 or more during my stream will receive a Nintendo Shop eShop digital download code for Celeste. Please join me and the rest of the Nintendo Dads team in supporting hospita hospital systems that have made incredible impacts on our lives and the lives of countless others. So that goes to what you were talking about, Marty, what so he was cool. doing. Yes. So cool. And Easton Huff. We've got uh, Nintendo President Shintaro Furukawa stated while we... What's that? Furukawa. Furukawa. 
stated, while we don't expect all games to become cloud games anytime soon, the technologies are definitely advancing. We see a future where cloud and streaming technologies will develop more and more as means of delivering games to consumers. We must keep up with such changes in the environment. That being said, if these changes increase the worldwide gaming population, that will just give us more opportunities with our integrated hardware and software development approach to reach people worldwide with a unique entertainment that Nintendo can provide. And we just got another cloud game. Can we expect the next Switch to have cloud-focused hardware for a portable Switch, much like a smartphone? But also, Nintendo has its own brand of software to mesh with uh, ladder hardware. The ladder hardware. The, our current Switch. I uh, Where is the Justin was right bumper? Because <laughs> that feels like Justin was right. No. Yeah, this yeah. is this this is another pillar for them. I've said it before. I've said it today already. I think this is gonna be huge for them. Yes. I'm very excited to see what 2020 brings. I'm very excited. What does this mean for the Switch Pro? Um yeah, I think this this opens up a door I don't think we've seen before, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. This is kind of like that pillar they did before when they brought out the DS, right? Where they had the Game Boy, they had their home console system, the third pillar was the DS. They were like, the DS does not replace the Game Boy. It's its own pillar. We're just, you know, something new, something we're trying. And then, of course, it ended up replacing the Game Boy. Yeah. But well, yes. the, the, the GBA I, didn't want to die. They wanted to kill it faster than anything. But yeah. both the GBA and the DS were doing well at the same time. Yeah. I, I can absolutely see this on a, on a slide, right? And the slide is like, we offer three ways to play. Number one, docked home. Number two, on the go. And number three, cloud service. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that, you know, it it just, yeah, it's, it's this very interesting stepping into that cloud space. It's, they understand the future of it. They understand the value of it. Um, This is a pretty big move. um, And I think this will set the course for a while. Um, I think this is, this is, yeah, I think this is pretty pretty huge for them. I think it's a little bit of like them moving away from a little bit of the the mobile market and maybe and, and you know when mobile was hot, we we're in the market. Now we're moving a little bit away from mobile. We haven't seen them put in their time and effort in their mobile platforms lately. What's new, what's now the new hot video game trend? The hot video game trend right now appears to be global or sorry appears to be streaming, Google Stadia, Luna. So let's get in that space. We have the ability to do it and they have the money to do it. They have the money. They have the brand. They have the, and to Jesse's point earlier, they have the install base. Right. Like if, 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 if if Stadia, if Stadia was like, we have 80 million units out in the go. Yeah. Then they'd be, have a bit of an easier, easier time at it. You have a brand you recognize that people know and have clout Nintendo. You have the, a massive install base on the hottest console right now. Um, with amazing software that sells. So guess what? Like, I, I kid you not, I would have loved to know how many emails they got yesterday morning saying, we want to be on your cloud service. How do I get it over there? Because I guarantee you those conversations are happening right now and we are going to see Q1, Q2, Q3. 2021 for Nintendo will be the year of cloud cloud gaming more. And I'm, I'm kind of curious what service they're using, unless it, unless it's not Nintendo and it's just like, okay, yeah, you want to bring it on our platform, but that company who's publishing it, it's on whatever services they use. I know, you know what? We24 Connect was a third-party vendor, and when that original contract expired, they didn't renew in that that service. You know, that, that pretty much died. That, that would, that's why 
the Wi-Fi Connect branding for DS and Wii games died in 2014. Um, but um, I don't think it doesn't take a lot of hardware to stream. You know, you know, the Wii could stream Netflix movies, you know, in standard def, but it still could do it. You know, so I don't think necessarily a new, a more powerful switch will help us stream more. That's more server end. You know, again, which goes back to what I said earlier. They need more locations, more servers, and just more bandwidth, internet bandwidth on their end. And again, and the more games that gets added to the service, again, the more, the more capacity they're going to need. Yeah. We've seen, you know, just look at any website. You know, a sale is going to drop at 8 8 a.m. on Friday morning. 801, the website's down. Because while those websites are designed to scale, they're not scaling fast enough. They need, so that's the issue is these things need to be able to be to scale and scale fast. So it looks like, it looks like they're using a company called Ubitus Net, and that's U-B-I-T-U-S dot net. And it is a specific cloud game or cloud company, cloud game cloud company. Uh, the world's most scalable and flexible end-to-end cloud gaming system for fixed and wireless network service providers, OEMs, and game and game developers. Nice. And I, and to be honest, how I got that just as an FYI, folks, I went to the video that I recorded for Control and paused it when the uh, <laughs> when the companies came up, and there it was. Their title is or their slogan is "Enrich Your Cloud," and then I did some googling. What That's I was hard hitting journalism you're here for. What I want to know, though, too, is is Nintendo being responsible for where that's being hosted, or is it whoever wants to bring their games on the Nintendo platform, bringing that game to the cloud? Is it is it their responsibility to host it? If I were Nintendo, I would want to own the servers, but outsource its maintenance. Okay. Good. Good to know. That way, if... If something goes belly up with that company, we can always hire another company, but the servers are still mine. Got it. Makes sense. Cool. Well, that was the last question, and I guess we got a voicemail. We have one voicemail. Yep, from Mecha Dragon. Hey, Nintendo Dads, me, Mecha Dragon 101. I have a podcast question for you guys today. I thought, you know, let's mix it up a bit and do it like a voice message with it this time. So, um, hopefully, I. Right. My question for you guys this week is um how comfortable how do you guys feel about like um naming like any son or daughter or any of your children after like video games? Like for example, um I always tell my sister that I wanna name my um daughter Coco based on the character from Crash Bandicoot, but she always remarks how like that's also kinda of like a like a porn star name or a stripper name. But I mean like just in general, like do you think like it's, it's kind of like cringe worthy or just dumb to name your son after something uh, like a video game character or whatnot? Or do you think it's just like a normal thing that people do? Alright, hopefully that makes sense. Um, if, if I'll try my best to be in the podcast, but this is schedule change. It's hard for me to join in, but I'll, I'll make sure to watch the, the, the archive version, whatever it's called when it's up. Alright, I gotta get going guys. Um, have a good podcast. I hope to see you from you soon. So, uh, full disclosure here, we almost named... It sounds uh, like you cut off, maybe? Hmm? What? 
What was that, Justin? I don't know. I think he's glitching Justin out has bit. just Justin has departed uh, or something. Uh, what I was going to say was uh, very early on when we found out that uh, we were having a second child and it was a girl, we uh, almost named her Kyrie after the character in Kingdom Hearts because my wife and I both love that game so much. We played through the first two Kingdom Hearts together. Nice. Uh, so we, I don't think there's anything weird about it at all. I mean, like there's obviously some very strange video game names out there, right? So like maybe you don't want to like name your, um, name your son, uh, like Rome Bafaramos Hyrule or whatever his <laughs> name is in, in, you know, Breath of the Wild or, but I mean, Sean Capri has a son named Link. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's not unheard of. I mean, yeah. people have been naming their kids after movie characters and musicians for years. Yeah, I, I, I think it does depend on the name. I kind of agree that Coco kind of has that connotation to it, but uh, it, yeah. It also, it's on how you twist it too, right? So, like, like right. you mentioned, Sean Capri has his son Link, but it's short for Lincoln, if I remember correctly, right? So, I think so. Yeah. So, but he, they call him Link and it is in regards to the video game as well. But, and, uh, my son's Sam is short for Samus. Did you guys know that? Oh, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's Sam. <laughs> it's Samuel. <laughs> no, but. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you're a tricky, tricky fella. I know, but we, 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 it kind of like a nickname because he knows who Samus is. We joke around that his name oh. is Samus too. So. Did, did he uh, hear but, what? Uh, no, the when Skyrim was before it launched, they had a contest. If you named your kid Dovahkiin, they would you'd get like a lifetime supply of their product. And no, I really? Think, oh. Did someone do that? I, I think someone did that. Of course, someone would have done that. But yeah, it just all depends on the name, or it could be just like I said, it could be like what Lincoln is to Link, or Samuel is to Samus to Sam, or whatever. You could still have the the regular day to day name, but it the kid's name could be a nickname too. Yeah, we just nearly we almost named our daughter Bodie McBoatface, and we figured that seemed inappropriate. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Also from the Wind Waker. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Justin, what are we going to do with you? <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. Bodie, Childy McChildface. <laughs> oh, we were going to name Sammy. We were going to name Sammy Cuphead, but you know, that didn't work. Yeah, yes. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, uh, we're going to close out episode 303 of Nintendo Dads. We want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. And as we close, we want to remind you, we got a brand new merch store over at tpublic.com where you can buy brand new swag, uh, including our celebrating 300 episodes of six years of podcasting shirt. Uh, and everything from mugs to journals to all kinds of stuff is available over there. If you don't, uh, can't find us on tpublic. You can head over to nintendodads.org. Uh, it's where you can donate to our extra life. You can find all of our podcast episodes. You can find our tweets, our videos, as well as a link to our store. 
And as we close out, I want to say a huge thanks to Patreon producers Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, and Antonio Contronium. Uh, you can find us in most places like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just type in Nintendo Dads. And we want you to send us emails like these kind people who uh, gave us questions via Discord and Twitter and other places tonight. You can hit us up at nintendodads at gmail.com or like Mecha Dragon, you can call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music we use throughout the show. And remind you, download and uh, rate us on your podcast app of choice. Give us a five-star review and uh, some words. Some words. If You know, if, if it's in Justin's case here, if we could give it a six out of five-star yep. review, yep. we would, right? Yes, sir. So there you go. Take that uh, Xbox Drive. That, that ah. could be that could be your words too. Instead of saying yeah. something, you just say, yeah, "I would give this six stars." That's what I want someone to put there: five stars, and then said, "If I could give it six, I would." You're flawed. That is all. <laughs> yep, love it, uh, guys. We will be checking back in next week with episode three hundred four, followed up by Extra Life twenty twenty. Let's go. With a yes. schwack load of prizes. Schwack. A schwack load of prizes. Thank you for for everyone who has already been donating. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are so awesome. And uh, go donate again. (laughs) Just go donate again right now. They're wanting those prizes. Yeah, even if it's a dollar, just go donate. Uh, Thanks so much, guys, for your support. For me, for Justin, for Jesse, for Tim, this has been episode 303 of Nintendo Dads. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nintendo Dads. Wobble Puffet? Wobble Buffet?